Hey everyone and welcome back to The Sheet. I'm your host Andy Wood and as always I'm joined by my co-host Josh. I'm here and I'm ready to rank. Yes, here we go. Okay, so this week it's The Sheet Christmas Special and we will be deciding the ultimate A to Z of video games. Feels like a bad idea straight off the bat, but we'll, we'll see how we go. Maybe, maybe we'll yeah. get a good list. It's got to happen eventually. Yeah, one of these days we'll put one of these on and something normal will happen. You know, Pac-Man won't win scariest game. You know, we'll do something <laughs> sensible. But uh, but will it be this week? Uh, let's let's find out. Uh, but yeah, so before that, uh, yeah, what have you been up to, Josh? What's what's going on now in the uh, in the run up to Christmas here? I imagine you've uh, got some Christmas gaming planned. Well, that's very much it at this point, isn't it? We're making those tough, hard decisions over which games are at this point, getting told to fuck right off uh, for any hopes of being played for Game of the Year 2023. I, I officially this week took Baldur's Gate outside, took it behind the shed, and tearfully had to put two bullets into the back of its head yep. in the acceptance that I am quite simply not going to play you, Baldur's Gate free. So you're not going to be on my list. That's the only spoiler I will give. Baldur's Gate free is officially... Not on my top 15 games of 2023. Probably wouldn't make it anyway, because I, I stand by the fact it doesn't look like my type of game. But it, it certainly won't be making it now. No, no, that's fair. Over, over here, I, I mean, I also have Baldur's Gate news, but mine is more that I'm, I've am i now played, I think, 30 hours of it. And uh, that's that game's a real long boy, Josh. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> long boy. I, uh, I'm still in Act 1 of 3, so it's... You know, Baldur's Gate's really putting a good shift in because not only is it, you know, trying to make its way onto my game of the year list, and you know, we'll see how well it does at that, but it's also just shoehorning everyone else out of the out of the show. Like, I, I don't have the time. Like, I've had to tell multiple games to fuck off. Like, I think, uh, you know, just this week, Sea of Stars had its that got its marching orders. I, I really wanted to get to that this year, but <laughs> what what can you do? It's been it's 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 been locked behind the Baldur's Gate gate, and uh, there's no there's no getting away from that. It's just it's over for it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going to have to keep cracking on with it now. I've, I've gone too far in. I'm going to have to get it finished um, and then just hope to God I have more time because, you know, I uh, as I said in the last show, Rise of Kong is really threatening a spot on that list right now. So i I got to get through some more games. Almost feels like Baldur's Gate is in the pocket of Big Game Mill. Like Game Mill has just paid it <laughs> off to just keep you there. It's thinking to itself, we could get ourselves a 15th player spot here as long as he only finishes one more game. We're in. We're in the money. We're on a top 15. We can put that on the box for the Game of the Year edition. We're nearly there. This clearly what's happening. It reminds me of like it's like it's like in uh, it's like in Formula One qualifying where like there'll be some absolute shit house like guy and he's you know like oh they they get rid of like the top five after the first round of qualifying and then like some of the really good drivers haven't bothered setting a lap yet and he's like am I gonna am I gonna get in the next fucking round of qualifying here like what's, what's going on am I actually gonna? and then they then they fuck him at the end you know I'll I'll do that I'll finish Baldur's Gate I'll find the time for a couple of quick indie games and we'll we'll get rid of them but you know so far it's it's uh, it's still holding on Game Miller's still there. <laughs> Well, you've still got a few weeks, not many now, to uh, add some more titles, but who who knows what we'll both be trying to beat over the next few weeks. So surprises yeah. abound, I am sure. Yeah, I mean, I no, I have no doubt we'll both be playing Avatar. <laughs> that's, that's what we'll be doing. We'll be really getting our Avatar on. That, that's why we had to move Game of the Year to January. You know, these other people, they, they aren't taking the time to cover Avatar. <laughs> 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 oh... 
But anyway, um, so yeah, before we get to the Ultimate A to Z video games, which is coming up, I, uh, I I currently have something on our run of show, a bit of behind the scenes look here, which is just a bunch of question marks. And uh, I've told Josh I am going to be interjecting here with uh, with some bonus content. So uh, what I got for you, Josh, is it's the uh, it's the 2023 The Sheet Christmas Quiz. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, we did a, I did a bit of quiz. Oh, I feel yep. like such an arsehole. This is why I didn't tell you, so you, I don't have to do one. <laughs> um, so, so, Josh, what we got for you here is uh, I, I've got 10 games for you. This is a quiz I've done before, which is uh, it is the, the game where I replace one letter of the game's real name, and then I make up a description of what that game would be with the new title. And uh, mm. you have to guess what the game is. Um, all 10 of the games this year are from this year. They're all 2023 releases, so hopefully that'll give you a bit of a clue. I think I said that last time and then screwed up and put one from the year before, so I've probably done that again. Almost but, uh, certainly. You know, we will see. So, um, so I've got a quick, quick example one. Just one of the one of the ones, frankly, that I thought was a bit shit, and I thought I'll use it as an example to explain the game to people. So yeah, so uh, going up first here, we have uh, the description is a heavily armored, unstoppable cleaning machine scrubs up the streets of 1980s Detroit, and that would of course be RoboMop, Rogue City. Ah, RoboMop. So, yes, yeah. of course. There course. you go. So that's the general idea. We replace one letter, and then we have a new game with a new title, but it is obviously based on a game from this year. So, okay, Josh, 10 games for you. Let's roll into game number one. Okay, right, game number one. A famous author battles through a seemingly endless onslaught of gardening equipment in his quest to escape the dark place. Well, that's that's going to be Alan Rake 2, isn't it? It is. It's Alan Rake 2, Josh. It's Very Alan good. Rake 2. Very good. Good good stuff. All right. Game number two. Sync up to the beat and spank some ass in this fast-paced rhythm action game. Sync up to the beat. Mm. Very Smash integral. Some ass. Spank <laughs> some ass. Spank You're going to sync up to the beat and spank some ass in this fast-paced rhythm action game. It must be Hi-Fi Rush. I'm just trying to work out what the pun is. Hi-Fi Mush. It is not Hi-Fi Mush, but I'll I, I might I might give you this one. It's a it's a tricky little pun. This one I think. I mean, this one was like, of course... is correct, but you know you, you mush, mm. don't you? you mush. Sometimes. Yeah, that could work. But but I but I did say spank some ass, Josh, because this That's is true. Hi-Fi Tush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that works better. That works better. I'll, yeah. I'll... I'll accept uh, that defeat. That was a more tricky one. I think they'll, you'll you'll find an easier time with some of these others. So, uh, yeah, we'll go on to game number three, Josh. From Software returns to a series, which might as well actually be called this, based on some of the older games I've played. <laughs> it's called Armored Bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, Armored Bar 6, Josh. We <laughs> fucking hate Armored Bar so much. <laughs> I, I, the old ones suck. This one might be good, but yeah, I'm afraid it is. It is Armored Bar 6. I mean, we'll never find out. But, you know, yeah. you know, what can you do? Maybe we will, Josh. There's still a couple of weeks till Game of the Year. Maybe we'll. Maybe this one's the one. But yeah, good job. That's, uh, that's a solid two out of three so far. We'll, uh, we'll move on to game number four, which is a man with terminal flatulence challenges himself in the cutthroat world of sports management. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's a tough one. I'd say this is a yearly... This series has a yearly release. So it's, it comes out every year, as a hint. A man with terminal flatulence challenges himself in the cutthroat world of sports management. Um, I tell you what, I think you've potentially completely stumped me here. I, I'm assuming like a football manager or football... You're on a good track. I like it. But what could be the pun? <laughs> what, could, what could be the pun? Say what you say. Uh, um, do you want me to jump in? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's fine. You Two out of four so far. This one was, of course, Tootball Manager 2024. See, that came to me the second you started to say it. I was thinking, maybe it's Tootball Manager. Just, yeah, you just... Just, just too, you're struggling, too late. You're struggling with these ass-related ones. If it involves the ass, you're not quite getting them. Yeah, that's really, it's really holding me back at the moment. Okay, right. We're, we're, yeah, we're hitting 50% so far. Let's move on to game number five. In this well-regarded prequel, everyone's favourite umbral witch must work out why nobody's deliveries are arriving on time. Well, it's Bayonetta Origins. It is. So... Bayonetta. Do you remember the subtitle of that game? <laughs> well, that was Cereza and the Last Lost Witch, Fairy, Demon, 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 Demon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cereza and the Lost Demons, Cereza and the Lost, Last, Lost. Oh, I think I've got you again. <laughs> and the Lost Demon, Last Demon. Oh no, he's got me again. He's got you again. Well, Josh. Okay, so yeah, so this was in this well-regarded prequel. Everyone's favorite Umbral Witch must work out why nobody's deliveries are arriving on time. Cereza and the. If I could, I've got the fucking yeah, game think... right next to me. Let me yep. just fucking. <laughs> 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 the Lost Demon. <laughs> so... uh, I think. I mean, lost... you've seen the name of the game, but it's, it, I think I think you're you're in trouble. I, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> in trouble. Um... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, Damn it! I'm gonna time. I'll time you out, Josh. It was, of course, Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Post Demon. Oh, <laughs> there you God go. Damn it. Uh, okay, right. Under fifty percent now. You gotta fight. You gotta fight back. Okay. So game number six, Josh. Hamilton, Verstappen, and Core go to war for another season. This time in the squared circle. G1 2024. Three. G1 23. G1 23. There we <laughs> yeah, go. In, that's that's the tough G1. one as well if you're not a wrestling fan. You've got fucking no chance. Yeah. On that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know you are, so I could get away with it. G1 23. Good effort there. So back to 50%. Game number seven, Josh. Homer and his family fight to destroy an army of heavily religious creatures of the night. In this fright diddly itingly poor game. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the walking dead? Oh <laughs> man, that's that would work as well. I, I did say creatures of the night. Creatures of the night. Nedfall. Nedfall. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It is The Walking Nedfall. Dead technically wouldn't work because it would be spelt correctly, but you know, that same, is theme, true. same yeah. theme, same theme, same theme. But it was Nedfall. And yeah, I really challenged myself by writing Fright Diddly Itening Leap, who a game. I, I struggled with that. 
<laughs> really channel you go. in the Flanders there. You did well. <laughs> you did got well. him. You got him, man. Okay, game number eight. So you're back to 50% here, I think, so far. I think you've got... Oh, no, you've got four right and three wrong. That's a good effort. So, number eight. Play as the famed puppet of Geppetto and manage a small business selling exclusively exclusively urine-soaked pastry products. <laughs> 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 um, well, there's lies of P, so I guess it must be pies of P. It's it's pies of P, Josh. It's, it's pies of P. <laughs> good, good effort. That's, good effort. That's a good one. I like that one. I like pies of P. I'd play that. Uh, okay, game number nine. This this furry friendly online dating sim stars a famous marsupial. Several mad scientists and a lot of masks. Is it Crash Team Bumble? It is Crash Team Bumble. <laughs> Very good. That's a genuinely good one. You should be proud of that. <laughs> I, I was. I was quite proud of that. I nearly. I nearly thought that game came out last year because of you know in a damning indictment of the level of impact it had, and uh, I was pleased to see it didn't. <laughs> so there you go. Very good. Like I, 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 yeah, I feel like you're doing well with the ones that are actually genuinely quite good, and then you just get the ones wrong that are about asses. So it's, it's pretty good. This is the yeah. ass and post. That's that's all that's yeah. holding me back. <laughs> Right, final one, final one, and then we can get to the ultimate A to Z. So, game number 10. On a mission to become the apex predator on an island filled with apparently gigantic beasts, an enormous cock battles his way to the top. <laughs> uh, so this will be a Rise of Dawn Skull Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, Skull Island, Rise of Dawn. I can't, I can't remember which way around it yeah, goes. It is, it, is, it is Skull Island, Rise of Dawn. <laughs> so, so there you go. I think I you did pretty I well in the that end. I back well. Because I, I was, at one point, it was looking bleak, if I'm honest with yeah. you. It was, I've never struggled that much on one of your quizzes. So that was, mm. I was starting to really panic a bit at the midpoint yeah. there. But I feel like I rallied well. I feel like we got them in the second half, coach. That, that's, yeah, that, you that's really did. Very much you what happened. <laughs> Went on a streak of five in a row there to end it, so you did come out with seven out of ten, which I think is entirely respectable. That's uh, that's, that's some good, that's some good stuff there, man. Well done. <laughs> it's, it's another good quiz. It's another good quiz. I'm almost, I'm almost disappointed. I didn't plan my. I almost did as well. Again, I I thought about it briefly. I was like, maybe I should do a quiz, and then I just couldn't be asked. So <laughs> couldn't be asked. Yeah. Just, that's just, fair. Just, couldn't be fucked. Got me down. <laughs> I, I I nearly wasn't going to, but then a couple of those just caught my. I just, you know, once you've got Crash Team Bumble on the page, what could you've got to you've got to write it. You've got to get <laughs> what it. What choice there. do you have? You know, society needs to know. <laughs> I mean, Christ, Crash Team Rumble needs all the attention it can get. So you know, maybe I've <laughs> took some money to to put it in. But uh, maybe it's the t- yeah, maybe it's the fucking tie it needs. Unfortunately, <laughs> 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 the marketing team are Bumble. Uh, we'll be we'll be yeah. over, guys. <laughs> you well. need furries, and we've got them. <laughs> uh, fucking Sonic saunters in and goes, ah, oh, don't worry, mate, I've got that covered. <laughs> <laughs> we're already partnering with Sonic, we don't need you for that. Yeah, we're, we're fine. Uh, well, anyway, uh, yeah, well, congratulations on doing uh, well in the quiz there, but I guess we uh, we really should be getting right on to the uh, set of video games. Okay, so here we go, the ultimate A to Z of video games. Right, 
before we get into this, we should lay down some ground rules. I think it's fair to, to try to give a bit of context to what is about to occur. Quite simply, we are looking to put together the ultimate A to Z of video games. Looking for a game which represents the letter A, B, C, D, onwards and there, so forth. What games are eligible for it? Every game is eligible for it. Every game, every console is on the table here. Doesn't matter if you use the PS4, PS5, all the way back to the NES, all the way back to the gosh darned Atari if we're feeling that way inclined. Every single video game is on the table here. Each game, though, does have to start with the letter we are on. That may seem like the most <laughs> obvious statement in the world, but let me take you into another behind-the-scenes moment from preparation for this episode and deliberation about the the-the rule. We have decided <laughs> that any game that begins with the word the counts as a T game. It is a counts yes. under the letter T. So The Legend of Zelda is not an L game, despite the fact... In most alphabets, and indeed on our own A to Z sheets, which we've crafted in our personal time, we disregard the T rule. For this <laughs> one time only, we are putting it in place. Partly for a bit of fairness, partly just to add a bit of variety to some what would be very obvious letters. Kind of just bumbling about a bit, and partly yeah. just to fuck the last of us, because that's just funny, and so <laughs> let's just do that. God, yeah. Why not? So, what makes the game the ultimate game of its letter? Well... Fuck me if I know. <laughs> I, I doubt you know any better, Andrew. I do not have a clue. We are we're going to find out as this goes on. You know, we've I think we've both got general ideas of what makes an ultimate game of its letter, but um, we'll we'll see. We'll just see what comes out in the wash. It's just going to be a a series of negotiations, and let's let's talk about those because how does a game actually make the list? Well, it has to be a unanimous decision agreed by the both of us. Nobody can yep. just throw their toys out the pram forever until, you know, you eventually relent. There has to be a unanimous agreement. However, it doesn't have to be happily unanimous. <laughs> On occasions, one or both of us may decide that we just want to let the other one win this round to cash in that credit at a later round with tokens and general bartering. How yeah. will this play out over the course of the show? I don't know. How will we screw each other over the course of the show? I don't know. The one thing I can guarantee <laughs> is that by the end of this, nobody will be happy. Do I need that's to say any more? <laughs> <laughs> don't think we do. I think that's the that's the sheet guarantee. We make a list and no one's happy. Well, let's begin the A to Z of video games with, of course, the numbers round. It is the numbers round. We'll get to the A to Z in a bit. Okay, so yeah, numbers round. Uh, this this is a this is a special little bonus round at the start here for any game that starts with a number. So yeah, I mean, I think I'll take the uh, I'll take the first game on this one, Josh. I'll bring games up, and uh, you can you can tell me what you think, and then we'll kind of swap that over as we go through. So I'm gonna I'm gonna present to you, Josh, for the numbers round, and I don't think. I don't think I think it's slim pickings in the world of numbers. I, I don't think there's a lot of good stuff. Um, I'm going to take a moment to apologise to Thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim for the fact that I haven't <laughs> played it. You know, I, I'm I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm sure you know Vanillaware. You probably would have won this round, but uh, get fucked, I guess, because <laughs> I didn't play it. I'm going to go for, um, and I think this is I think this game is only called this in Europe. So apologies to our uh, listeners from elsewhere, but uh, I'm going to go for 42 all-time classics on Nintendo DS. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I kind of saw this coming, partly because 
we we had to discount any Bond titles because we thought they were 007 James Bond, but it turns out it's actually James Bond 007. It is, and yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a bit of a minefield of those game titles in general, to be honest. So we've kind of just had to take Bond off the table, and I wouldn't have allowed it anywhere. So it's probably for the best. Yeah. Thoughts to all-time classics, of course. Interesting Nintendo DS game, a Nintendo first-party title, a load of interesting games there. I could raise you a 51 worldwide classics on the Nintendo Switch, which is That's the exact same, but with nine more, <laughs> which is obviously... That's a very good point. It's already, I think we could almost discount for two all-time classics because I brought you nine more games. But I'm yeah. not, of course, I'm not pitching 51 worldwide games. Not when I have the opportunity to say, maybe we should just do 18 Wheeler, man. That game's really good. <laughs> Yeah, we, you know, yeah, we, there is, of course, 18 Wheeler American Pro Trucker, uh, Dreamcast and Arcade Classic. Uh, look, I mean, I've, I've played, I've played a fair bit of 18 Wheeler, uh, you know, in our own private sheets where we have an A to Z of all the consoles, it is on there. And, uh, I mean, it's not great, but it is very fun. You know, it's a, it's, it's a classic kind of fun for 15 minutes arcade game, uh, which, you know, if you want to play for 15 minutes, good. If you want to play for longer, not great. Whereas, you know, if you've got 42 games to play, <laughs> you could be playing for many more minutes. Um, nah, look, I'm I'm not massively against the 18-wheeler pick here. I, I could see a world where you can get that one through because there's just not a lot else in here that I'm that excited about. You know, I I almost considered a hilarious play for a bit of 50-cent blood on the sand, an, an entirely decent shooting game. But, you know, it's us. An 18 wheel is a Sega game, and am I, am I really going to withhold you a Sega game for the sake of 50 cents? I, I I don't think I am. Plus, of course, I'm not even putting the Dreamcast title on the list. I'm putting the arcade title on the list with this big giant truck, truck <laughs> make that you can play it in, which immediately makes it a hundred times better. So I, yeah. I just I just don't think there's any debate to be had here. I think. Uh, I think 18 Wheel is a fun pick. In a world where yeah. you can't have 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, which should have won. If either of us had played it, and it's on our yeah. uh, private A to Z list, we want to play it, that game would probably have gone ahead of it, with it being a vanilla war game and by all accounts fantastic. But I think 18 Wheeler American Trucker it is a fun pick to start us off. Yeah, I, I agree, and I, I do think, yeah, you, the the final nail in, in the picking of 18-wheeler is that it is, of course, yeah, as you said, arcade one with gigantic truck that you sit in. Like, that that makes it. That's You, you want some arcade giant truck on the list. Like, that's that's ultimate gaming. Exactly, exactly. Okay, that, that was quick and easy. That was almost surprisingly easy. That sets, a, that sets a precedent that I doubt will be followed throughout the rest of the show. <laughs> as we move on to the letter A... And A, I found a tricky one, uh, to be honest. I, I didn't have anything that immediately jumped out at me here. I'm not the world's biggest Animal Crossing fan, so despite the fact, I think any one of those games, particularly probably the DS game and the modern Switch game, would be a good pick for the list. I wouldn't argue with that. I'm not a big enough Animal Crossing fan to proffer it. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go bold here. Uh, and okay. perhaps surprising, and say Alan Wake 2 should probably actually take this slot. As a perhaps spoiler to my Game of the Year contendership, <laughs> I I wanted to pick Alan Wake for this, but I've now played Alan Wake 2 and I think it's a better game. I was tempted yeah. by Apollo Justice, but I want to get Phoenix right in its proper spot. So... <laughs> 
I'm kind of, I'm kind of just kind of stuck here because I look at a lunge, I look at ape escape, and I, I'm not a certain. So what, what are you thinking? Let you come up with your suggestion, mm. and maybe, maybe I can be swayed here. Okay, okay, let, yeah. So let's talk about this. So I, um, first of all, I haven't played Alan Wake two yet. I, it's one I'm hoping Baldur's Gate fucks off in time to let me play because I'm desperate to play Alan Wake two. I have to. But I, I'm happy to see that it does seem to be an incredible game, so it is worth considering for this. Um, yeah, look, man, I don't know. I, I think it's worth considering the latest Animal Crossing New Horizons. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think without getting too, you know, into the real world, uh, a game that can help that many people get through a fucking pandemic probably deserves <laughs> some respect on a list of games. Like, you know, it's, it was such a unique experience for that to come out at the time it did, and I just think... It, it holds a lot of modern importance for that. Um, that said, I it, I didn't pick it for mine. Um, I actually went for I, I you know I considered Advance Wars. I thought Advance mm-hmm. Wars is is probably one of the pound for pound best air title video games. You know, fantastic game. I actually also considered in a in a bold move, going going way back in the past to go for a bit of Asteroids, just straight up <laughs> Asteroids. You know, that's 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 just some good simple old game. You know, it's an important game for him, for like history. It makes sense to pick it. But then I then I kind of went with my heart and thought, like, what is actually my favourite game that begins with the letter A? And it's it's a small game. It's a game that no one had to pay for, Josh. Uh, it is Astro's Playroom from the PS5. Hmm, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that that is a good game. That is a very good game. I fully enjoyed my time with Astro's Playroom. And the Astrobot series in general, I hear, is very good. I imagine the VR yeah. title would have been a nice inclusion as well just to get a, a VR game on this list. <laughs> as it's, let's be honest, the only fucking chance it has of getting one. <laughs> it's a good point. I I don't know. I don't know. It's, mm. it's, it is a tech demo. And that's yeah. that's not against tech demos because I, I imagine Wii Sports will have a very good chance of copying Y, uh, W later on, should I say. But the more I think about it, maybe it is just Animal Crossing New Horizons. It is a very good game. I played that game for like 50 hours, and I don't even like Animal Crossing that much, and I just put 50 hours into it (laughs) without really complaining. I've played every Animal Crossing game, despite the fact I say I don't like the franchise. (laughs) So a combined total of about (laughs) 200 to 300 hours. So clearly something is working for me here. Maybe there's yeah. a touch of recency bias as well with Alan Wake 2. Mm. Uh, you know what? The more I think about it, the more I'm personally switching up my suggestion, ignoring both of our calls and say that maybe Animal Crossing New Horizons should be the pick here. Yeah, you know, I think I think that's a good sign for our ability to uh, to make sensible decisions on this show. You know, it's almost like it's something we kind of both support, but it wasn't our number one choice. And yeah, it does... As we've talked about it, I feel like it it just fits, right? It's just, as you said, we both love Phoenix Wright, but Apollo Justice isn't exactly peak Phoenix Wright, so it's a bit of a cheap entry, you know? And then Astro's Playroom, fantastic celebration of Sony and PlayStation, but is just kind of a four-hour tech demo for the controller. I, Alan Wake 2, I haven't played it, and it's is it too new? Yeah, I, 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 I'm happy for us to go Animal Crossing New Horizons here. I think, uh, you know, congratulations to Tom Nook on uh, on a victory there. I think he's he's done a good job. Really pulled it out the bag at the death there, didn't he? Really did. Maybe I could have picked Ape Escape, but let's move on. With no backses. Let's, uh, let's let you kick us off with what you think should be the choice for B. 
Ah, here we go. Here's B. I, uh... Yeah, you know, you know that, you know that, that scene that people always meme about in uh, Doctor Strange, where he's always like, uh, he goes to that monster and he's like, I've come to bargain, and he just keeps going repeatedly, he just gets stuck in a bargain. <laughs> so, uh, obviously the best B game is Blast Corps on the N64. <laughs> that's, uh, that's clearly the best B game that's ever been made. I, uh, I mean, it genuinely is my favourite game with the letter B. I love it. I've got a box Japanese copy, I think, behind me on my shelf. Absolutely adore that game. Um, I know you were desperate to hate it and then reluctantly mm. realised it's actually quite good. Um, yeah, that that would be my pick. I, I know it's not the most realistic choice and I, I might not actually battle for it to become the best B game because it's just in a competitive field. I almost wish it was called The Last Corps and then it would have been <laughs> fine. But sadly... It is called Blast Corp. So I'll, I'll bring I'll bring another game to the table that I think is is deserving of at least a shot here, which is, it might be the most, I mean, it's one of my favourite games, uh, and it is Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2 is probably still the best hack and slash action game I've ever played. Um, you know, it's it's either that or Nier Automata probably, and I still give the edge to Bayonetta 2. Um, by all accounts, I hear Bayonetta 3 is a step down from it to the point where I haven't bothered playing it yet. So, um, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, Bayonetta 2 maybe is my realistic choice and Blast Corps is my, uh, you know, bargaining choice if I can crack a great deal. <laughs> I mean, it's funny you should say that because actually my choice for this game was going to be Blast Corps. <laughs> no, it wasn't, you fool. Of course it wasn't Blast Corps. Although I do like Blast Corps. It's actually yeah. quite a good time. I agree with you. I think this should be Bayonetta 2. I think it is one of the greatest hacker slash action games ever made. It was the perfect refinement of everything that was there in the Xbox 360 PS3 original. Played like a dream, pretty much, even on the Wii U. Plays even better now on the Switch. So, yeah, I just think it's a damn good game. I don't necessarily think Bayonetta 3 topped it as much of it as I've played so, yeah, I for me, Bloodborne was a choice here, and it's an option, and I think there's going to be a lot of debates to be had about where FromSoft gets its representation here, and yeah. Bloodborne would be a safe option to get it out the way early, and to go, that's the FromSoft done, we don't now need to worry about it. Yeah. That is the only thing that keeps me from wholeheartedly going, this should be Bayo 2, is looking down and going... Will Dark Souls struggle a bit more than we think in D? Mm. Sekiro probably has no chance in S. And then Elden yeah. Ring, of course, in E. And we've already skipped Armored Core in S. So, you know what? Well, yeah, Where does it come, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is a tough one. Like, B is a really competitive field, I think. You know, there's some good stuff in there. you got the Batman Arkham games, um, you know, Bioshock, which in many ways has maybe had its best days now, but it's still a big series. Uh, you got Burnout. Obviously, we both haven't completed Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, because if we had, I think we both know what we'd be picking. Um, <laughs> you know, even even VR had a chance here with uh, Beat Saber. Beat Saber is mm-hmm. probably one of the most fundamentally sound VR video games. It probably is the most like pure gameplay like VR game you could like want to have. You know, this side of your kind of Half Life Alexes and that kind of more heavy stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I just think I think. Uh, yeah, I, it is Bloodborne versus Bayonetta 2. That's what it is. I, there's no... Those other games are great, but I do feel like those are the two you have to go between here. And for all that we're saying that FromSoft deserve representation and Bloodborne is one of their best games, you could kind of say the same for Platinum. Like, where, yeah. where are Platinum finding their, their spots on this list? You know, they, they might have a chance in N, but, you know, we've already passed Astral Chain. That's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so no luck there. Um, 
yeah, look, I think I think realistically, we've if we're both if we're both coming out and opening up with a bit of Bayonetta too, it's it just makes sense, right? Like to go for it. I, I think. I agree. I agree. Ultimately, I think it's going to be Bayonetta two. Uh, with apologies yeah, to Bloodborne, yeah. if they ever release that goddamn PS5 60 frames per second HD—I say HD—but 4K <laughs> update for that game, yeah, that, that might have changed things a little bit. But Bloodborne does play like ass. It does, yeah, it's so it, chuggy. It's old and chuggy, yeah, know. massively. So maybe maybe we lean to the pretty smooth action game on that one. And I'll yeah, I like I'll it. move us on to C. Now, C is another fun category. There's an obvious big hitter here, which neither of us can proffer, because I don't think either of us have played it. I've never played Chrono Trigger, and I'm pretty certain you've never, at least certainly not, beat Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I think I've played about the first two-thirds of Chrono Trigger about three times, and I just always fall off. And it's not the game's fault, it's just one of those things, right? Massive JRPG, sometimes you forget to stick it out. Uh, It's a fantastic game, it will not be my pin. Yeah, so I, I can't put any faith in it either, even though I'm sure many people would be screaming at their podcast providers going, well, it's got to be Chrono Trigger. <laughs> I also considered in my more weird niche tastes, lovely Catherine, that fantastic Atlas yeah. puzzler. I love Catherine. That's a, such a cool video game. That's a fucking delight. And of course, Crazy Taxi. If I hadn't managed to screw an 18-wheel onto the list and already <laughs> get some Sega Arcade goodness on here, I might have gone hard on that. What I am saying, though, is we're going to probably have to decide which Castlevania is the best Castlevania. I, I feel that's where we are with this. That's certainly where I am with this. And I look at a Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow, a very, very good rendition of the formula on the DS, you look at a Symphony yeah. of the Night, the the origination of the formula on PlayStation 1 and Saturn. Or even you look at Bloodlines on the Mega Drive, the purest distillation of the action heritage of Castlevania. I don't think that one would work because I think the more map-based, dungeon-y kind of formula is more synonymous with the franchise now, but Bloodlines yeah. is my personal favourite Castlevania game. But you look at Aria Sorrow, Dawn of Sorrow, Symphony of the Night, that would be my suggestion. I don't know if you're going down a different path entirely, though. Yeah, I think C C is one of the more interesting lists. You know, you've named a lot of great series there already. A lot of those ones I would have had some level of kind of support for for this list. Uh, interestingly enough, when I was thinking of these just in my head before I started really researching, the first game that sprung to mind for me was uh, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow. I, I love that DS game. It's it's my favourite kind of Metroidvania era Castlevania. I, I, I absolutely love it. But then... The thing that's quite interesting is, as I actually started doing some research and putting some games down on a list, Dawn of Sorrow fell off my top three of, uh, of games to pick for this. Um, so what I kind of ended up with is, in in consideration, but I'm not expecting it to make it here, is uh, I have Command & Conquer. Command & Conquer is, uh, you know, just a vitally important game to the RTS genre. And even from the first game, it was already incredible. Um, I played it recently in the in the remasters they did for PC a few years ago and just still kicks ass, man. It's great. Um, so that's an option. Uh, to go for more of an indie fair, I have, uh, I've got Celeste on the list. Celeste is probably a 10 out of 10 like 2D platformer. I think it's just perfection. Absolutely adore that game. And then the potential boring choice and... You know, it's not the kind of stuff that that, uh, our show is famed for to go for stuff like this, but I do have to give a bit of time to Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which is just, you know, COD COD might be old and grey at this point, and, you know, like, 
a great time for Microsoft to pick it up. But um, it's it's you kind of it's hard to really overstate how important COD Four was in just completely changing the landscape of the entire genre of first-person shooters. Like it's it incredible impact on you know almost too much of an impact sometimes because <laughs> because it just every game became let's just try and be Call of Duty, but. It was because that the you know the level of kind of tightness in that in that first person shooter gameplay was just a level that consoles at least had never even touched on at that point. Like they'd got nowhere near it, and I think uh, you have to consider it for this. I just think it's too big not to. Yeah, I think it deserves consideration. I liked COD Modern Warfare uh, as much as the next guy when it came out. It was a very impactful game in a series which redefined the FPS. Uh, in the modern era, not not the best definition of the FPS. I, I dare say we might be getting to that in a letter's time. But <laughs> we, there's a there's a, there's an argument to be made for COD Four. I can see that. Command and Conquer, you ain't getting an RTS past me, nah. buddy. That's just not happening. <laughs> so we could just discount that one almost immediately. Uh, Celeste, I like the Celeste pick because indie games on the whole may struggle to get noticed amongst the massive franchises. As we go down to yeah. make this list. And I even I had forgotten Celeste. A game I also agree is a 10 out of 10 pixel perfect 2D platforming title. There's literally nothing wrong with it. It is perfect. So you can't really say much further than that. At the same time, is it Castlevania? Is it Call of Duty? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's a real tough one is this actually. This has left me more stumped than I have been. I mean, there's... Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to accept elements of bargain here. Is what is what I'm willing to say. <laughs> that I'm 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 I... open. I'm my purse is open to coin. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking if we're talking bargaining here, I feel like like Celeste isn't even a bargaining question because we're both we're both getting close to a resolution on that one. So I I don't I won't be paying you anything for Celeste. <laughs> but you know, I understand I might have to pay a price for Call of Duty, and I might have to like unload all the money out of the bank for command and conquer but um <laughs> yeah look I, i'm i'm a bit stuck on this one i do think it's celeste versus a yeah it's 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 as you said it's the it's kind of, it's kind of do you get a 10 out of 10 indie game on the list which you know when you get further down the list you might be glad you've done it because as you said they really might struggle or but then yeah but then that comes at the cost of completely shunning castlevania for the entire like <laughs> you know it's castlevania it literally all begins with a c it's dead if we don't put it in here yeah like it's ah oh, it's, it's a heartbreaking choice man i uh oh, i don't know um see i think if i if i liked symphony of the nightmare it would probably be an obvious choice but i mm. prefer dawn of sorrow and then Dawn of Sorrow doesn't feel like it kind of matches up. You know, like, if you had Symphony of Night, you'd be like, oh, that's too old and important to, you know, it's going to beat Celeste. <laughs> but then, weirdly, Dawn of Sorrow, I don't think beats Celeste. It's like a it's like a Fire Emblem weapon triangle. They all beat each other. So who wins? I, all I all of know. a sudden, I, I just see Castlevania Bloodlines just sneaking up the back. That's <laughs> like the good, the compromise I mean, choice. The choice that just... nobody wants and nobody's happening. But you know, I can see, I can hear you opening up your purse. I'm opening up the purse. <laughs> it's been opened. <laughs> oh, I'm really stuck here. If I was here, man, because I'm not. I I don't love Castle. I was more of the Metroid side of the Metroidvania myself, particularly 2D Metroid. To go too hard for Castlevania, I can't as me really support a COD pick, even though yeah. I can see the logic of it. 
I had I, a feeling it I, wouldn't work. I'd have fucking Catherine above Cod. So we, 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 <laughs> that's not going to go anywhere. So maybe we I, just Celeste. Maybe I we think just, we Celeste. We put yeah. the, give the 2D platformer indie game its day. It is, it is fucking wonderful. And yeah, no I just think it, it has to be. You know, if, if if realistically we've sat here and said Celeste is probably the best game out of all these, and then we're just trying to find a reason to get Castlevania on instead. So I think I think we gotta go Celeste. I think we're just fighting our we made the decision to then try to fight it off, but it's 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 made. The decision is made. Okay, you can uh, you can take us into D with no no bargains, no bartering yet in play. But will yeah. that change with category oh. D? I mean, so D is a strange one because the second I thought of this letter, I already knew I had a one-two punch of games that are my absolute far and away favourite games with this letter. And there's a ton of great games with D as well. I mean, Christ, it's a, it's a good letter. You know, you've obviously got your Dead Space, you've got your Dishonored games, you've got Donkey Kong Country, Diddy Kong Racing, uh, you know, there's all Diablos in there. It's, it's a crazy good letter. Did a Dino Crisis. Awesome stuff. But... I'm going to go for this one-two punch of games you won't support, which are, again, far and away my top two picks, Josh. In at number one, the original Dead Rising, <laughs> which I <laughs> absolutely adore. It's it, I, I love that game so much. It would be on my top ten video games of all time. I, I love it so much. Just such a bloody great 7.9 out of 10 video game. <laughs> so good. Uh, and then my second one will, of course, be Dark Souls 2, uh, a game I still maintain is the best FromSoft game. Uh, I, you know, I'm the only person on that island, but I, I'm having a good time on there playing Dark Souls 2. So, yeah, those are my first and second choices. I'm aware that you're going to... Uh, I know exactly what you're going to say, so let's just get to it. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> first, I just want to, to recognise the unhinged beauty of bringing Dead Island. Uh, not Dead Island, Christ, <laughs> Dead Rising. Definitely not Dead Island, Jesus. <laughs> dead, dead Rising to this category. It, yeah. it's, like, it's like you've turned up as fucking Frank West with your inflatable duck just ready to pounce <laughs> some skulls. It's just a, it's a beautiful pick. I, lo- I love Dead Rising as well. I think it's a really cool game. In terms of Capcom D's, I feel it's level with Devil May Cry though, which I would put above it. And so it kind of, yeah. it's a wash, it's a wash. So, you know, as much fun as that would be, we're not getting anywhere. Dark Souls 2, I think in reality, is up against my D-pick. And you already know what my D-pick is. My D-pick is original Doom. It's Doom 94. (laughs) And it defined the FPS. It still plays like a fucking dream, despite the fact it's nearly 30 years old now. This is... This is insane that this game still plays this well. It shouldn't work. I think it just turned 30, in fact. So it's mm. it's now ticked into its third decade. It's it's just masterful level design. It, re- it formed a genre around itself. The music still hits. It's just it's available on everything. Every video game <laughs> console has Doom. And I think there's almost something to be said for that when you're creating an A to Z of video games. This this could appear on every single console A to Z <laughs> list in some way or form. And I think there's something quite beautiful about that. That Doom could appear even on a NES list. Could appear on a Master System list. Some fuckers ported it. It's there if you want to play it. Join us later on for Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> also probably available on the nest but uh but yeah look doom i yeah i knew i knew you were going to be picking doom i had a feeling doom was probably going to be the game making it to the uh the list here i i still maintain my pick would be dead rising followed by dark souls i i'm just those are just my favorite d games there's uh there's no two ways about it if doom for me frankly as much as i love it is probably sitting at about a comfortable eighth or something on my list of d letter <laughs> games I, I you know I, I really love like dishonored 2 i got a lot of love for diddy kong racing um you know uh, original donkey kong a uh, donkey kong from the game boy there's, there's there's some great d letter games uh demon souls as well so you know i've I'm happy to see that Doom is the one going on, but I might I might just take a couple of coins for the old purse, just to cut just a small a small price. I think just as a just as kind of a mark of respect that I am giving you this one. I'm not giving you as many as a couple of coins for this. I'll, I will give you all of a solitary single coin because in your <laughs> rebuttal list there, you listed Diddy Con Racing as potentially right, better than Doom, and that is just unhinged. So we can't be we can't be letting that sort of fragrant disregard for Doom pass by without a, a small penalty. I think the Doom Slayer would just take a couple of his coins back almost immediately if you said <laughs> just that in shove his him up face. Diddy's ass. <laughs> so, you know. I, I think I'll give you a I'll give you a small price for that yeah, one. A I, very I, small yeah. price. But you, you've got a few that. in the bank. A few in the bank yeah. for uh, for later on. But Doom ninety three. Yeah, let's let's, uh, let's get it on the list. There you go, man. Doom is on the list. I'll take I'll take my coin. And um yeah, we'll move on to the letter E, which uh, you can start us off with. What do you what you got going on for E? He's a fun letter, isn't it? There's some Very some fun. potentially fun picks here. You've got well, I think a lot of people say is the obvious pick of Earthbound. We've both played Earthbound. I don't love it as much as everybody else does. I don't. I'm not going to go as far as say it's bad. I think. I think there's obviously something very good at the core of Earthbound, and maybe I'll discover it one day. But it's never quite clicked to me. I wonder if you have to be American to truly love this game, because it is a pastiche of American culture, and I just feel like I'm missing the fucking joke. I'm not getting yeah. the Japanese take on American culture. I'm not getting the American feeling of having that pastiche. I just feel like I'm stuck in the fucking middle and it's not quite landing for me. So, good game, important game, won't be my pick. Little shout out for Eternal Darkness. Cool game on the GameCube. Nowhere near the best game to pick here. Little shout out for FromSoft Classic of Echo Knight on the PlayStation 1. Another cool little pick. I feel my choice actually comes down to two different titles, two wildly different titles. I think in, these are mine. <laughs> in uh, <laughs> in Elite Beats Agents, the Nintendo DS rhythm game, of course, the Western localization of Osu Tatsuke Uendon, a wonderful rhythm game on the Nintendo so DS. One of my favorite DS games, one of my favorite games. It is fucking perfect. It is up against... The best game of last year, and it was a titan of a video game, and that's Elden Ring. Elden Ring was fucking good. Elden Ring God, converted me to FromSoft games, and I thought that was never going to happen. I thought I thought it was just a, a company and a and a genre as the souls like as something that would just pass me by forever. And yet I put eighty hours into that game. I explored every dungeon, I fought every boss. And it was fantastic. It it is to me. It was the best game of last year. You look at twenty twenty three and how good of a year this has been for video games. I'd still say it'd be the best game of this year. 
Elden Ring is that good. So mm. that is a tough choice because you've got a proper indie darling favourite here against a, a proper titan and maybe FromSoft's last chance as well to get yeah. this list. No, it's a good point, man. Yeah, I, I was the same with you with my one and two here. I had Elden Ring and I had Elite Beat Agents, both incredible games in just completely, completely different ways. Um, to, to kind of give a quick shout out to a couple of really fun E titles, because E is one of the most enjoyable little lists of, of good titles that we I think we had here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the entire series of Earth Defense Force, which is just an absolutely wonderful bit of like D movie bug shooting action. It's just, every game is exactly the same. They just chuck 200 levels at you and go shoot some big fucking ants and you just do it and you have a great time. So absolutely love a bit of EDF. It can't win in, in a list with those two games I've already mentioned, of course. Um, I'm going to do a quick quick shout out to my boy Excite Truck on the Wii, which is <laughs> uh, just... Yes so much more fun than it should have been it had no right to be anywhere near as good because let's be honest josh excite bike little bit shit but excite truck oh man what a game absolutely love a bit of excite truck it was you know in the at the start of the Wii, there wasn't a lot to enjoy and you enjoyed a bit of the truck i um, i fucking but... love the truck i i adore the truck <laughs> I, have, I have no problem with the truck as a pick but yeah. as you say it's, it, it's the not here if it was spelled X site truck, I'm telling you what, it'd be a fucking shoo-in for the ah. X category, but <laughs> alas. I mean, it would, be, it would have cost me against X last corpse, which, <laughs> you know, will it win against that? I don't know. But uh, yeah, look, uh, Elden Ring, Elite Beat Agents, very, very tough choice, this one. Um, on the one hand, as you said, might be FromSoft's last chance. It is probably, as much as I love Dark Souls 2, it's hard to say it's better than Elden Ring. Elden Ring is probably FromSoft's best game, like, critically. You know, it makes sense. It just it took everything about Dark Souls and somehow ported it to an open world, which seemed ludicrous, and it still managed to do it. It's, it's a wonderful achievement. Elite Beat Agents, though, you could actually go the other way and say this might be, like, music game. They might be the only music game that gets a good shout on the list. You know, we're only early in, but maybe this is, you know, the only chance they're going to get. And it would be nice to have a bit of music on here. Um, so, oh, I just don't know. I, th- I think the us, the, I feel like the us pick is Elite Beat Agents. But I, I also feel like I, in my head, I'm like, it's a stupid pick, though, because it should be Elden Ring. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's where I'm torn at the moment. I... I love Elite Beat Agents as much as the next man, but I do find myself drawn to Elden Ring as the pick here. Yeah. I I can't... St- that game is so good. I can't stress enough how great that game is. And it's as, as great as Elite Beat Agents is, oh, it's a pretty shaky category. Its Japanese cousin might have a half chance <laughs> of stealing an upset there. Yeah. But... I think you have to plump Elden Ring, even though it's not the funnest option in terms of yeah. wild shit. And don't get me wrong, I'd love to find a world where we list elite beat agents among the company it would find itself. But I think he got to go for the win here. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's the right choice, you know. Not the most interesting decision, but at the end of the day, it is obviously, like... It's just, it's one of the best games of, of the last decade comfortably. So you kind of have to put it over a very very good music game <laughs> like it's uh it just it just that's just the way it's gotta be so okay we are on to f which uh, i believe this is my my pick to uh well my turn to start first here and f is 
that's an interesting one, right? Like, obviously, you've got Final Fantasy in here, so that's a huge, huge, massive series. You know, there's probably at least about 10 games that you can consider, like, worth a go from that list. Uh, you've got Fire Emblem, of course. You've got Fallout. You've got F-Zero. It's, it's a lot of very, very good stuff. Um, I almost considered trying to make a play for Football Manager, but then you'd have to pick an individual year, and then you can't really do that. It's more the concept of Football Manager that should win it. But um, And then if you go to that, should you have just done Championship Manager for C, which was really the start of Football Manager. So yeah, that, that's gone, sadly. But um, there's also Fable that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even uh, try it. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, look, I have, I have two... Um, I think my... My picks for this one are basically, um, I love Fallout New Vegas, um, but I'm aware I'd have to buy that at a high price. You ain't going to be selling me uh, Fallout New Vegas for cheap. So I think it comes down to two, two, two quite different games, Josh. I think it comes down to Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> 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 I, I was going to enter this category if it fell to me with the call of, so which Final Fantasy game are we picking? Because it has to be, doesn't it, yeah, ultimately? It is, you look, it is. You yeah. look at all the other titles, and there's some fantastic fucking franchises amongst this lot. There really is. Even Fable has its own charms and delights to it, which would not make it a silly pick. But mm. it has to be a Final Fantasy game. And so it does come down to which one. Yeah. And by terms of sheer importance, Final Fantasy VII probably is the smart one to coalesce around. Everybody loved it. It revolu- It's basically fucking surged the PlayStation in Japan and put it on the map over there, and it gives a good grounding point for what the console became. I personally would say Final Fantasy VI is the correct okay. pick here. I, it's my favourite Final Fantasy game. Uh, that doesn't automatically mean it's right, but it has to count for something. Uh, yeah. But moreover, it was the culmination of that pixel art 2D Final Fantasy era. You know, the transition mm. from NES, uh, free games on the NES to free on the SNES. Final Fantasy 4, by all accounts, was fantastic. 5 was, like, was the weirdo's favourite. And then 6 kind of brought it all together in a package that everybody adored. And it still yeah. holds up really well. It still plays really well. The music's on point. The characters are on point. It's probably got the best villain. I'm sorry, Daddy Bad Angel. But Kefka is just a delight of a villain. He's horrifying yeah. in ways that no other Final Fantasy villain is. It's It feels like it has to be between that or FF7. Neither of us have played 8 or 9 enough, I don't think, to make a call for them as the 3D pick. And none of them are modern ones. 12 maybe, but again, I've not played enough of it to can really stand up. So I do think it is a 7 versus 6 battle with 7 Remake dancing in the shadows as a, seven remake, as a potential yeah, pick. 7 Remake's got like, a, got like a Money in the Bank contract or something. It's just whether it gets a chance <laughs> to cash it in. You know, like that's that's, what, that's where that's at. Like, it's a real sneaky choice. Um, but yeah, look, I I kind of agree. I, I'm If I was picking a mainline Final Fantasy entry, I'm probably more of a 7 guy than a 6. Um, I, I I nearly beat 6. Um, I, I've did, I played about 40 hours of it, and then I got sick of having the SNES Classic out. <laughs> I, I foolishly <laughs> played it on that instead of something more convenient, so I kind of fell away from it. But I loved what I played. I really, you know, should have finished it. Um, I've I've completed I completed FF9 actually. It's it's not my pick. I think it's fine. Um, so it's it's seven. 
Uh, I do think 14 deserves some respect. 14 yeah, is, yeah. is is the best MMORPG in the world today. Uh, you know, it passed World of Warcraft a while ago. Uh, it is, it's a very, very fantastic game, but it's not it's not the vibe of the sheet you know we 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 can't we can't be investing that kind of time into anything so i've tried and failed a few times um so yeah for me it's it's probably seven but then my thing is that i genuinely enjoyed playing seven remake worlds mm-hmm. more than i enjoyed playing seven you know and it and it just yeah i don't know like i i it feels a bit hollow to pick a remake of the first third of another game you could just pick. <laughs> but but God, is it a good game. It's just, the combat's great. Everything, just, it's just beautiful. Everyone's hot. I just love FF7 Remake so much. Like, I just... I love FF7 Remake as much as the next guy. Probably more. I, I think... Uh... <laughs> I think there's an element of you which is actually pining for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth here, but you can't yeah. put it on the list yet because it's not out. <laughs> Maybe when that game is out, it would have actually had a valid call for it because you'd actually get more of a Final Fantasy VII than the first three hours, as good as those first three fucking hours oh, God, were, stretched out to 35 hours of needless <laughs> side quests. God damn it, it was good. I I still feel we are ultimately between six and seven here. Okay. And I don't know. I don't. I I love Seven. Seven's a great game. But I I think that something has to be said for the fact you spent forty five hours on the SNES Classic, the worst way <laughs> to play any video game ever, and you actually <laughs> managed to make it that far. That's got to count for something, just in and of itself. Most people play the SNES Classic for all of an hour and go, I never want to play video games again. Yeah. And yet you sat there for 45 hours with your shit wire and having yeah. to stand up to turn it off. <laughs> and the worst cumbersome autosave, quick save system in the world, and yet you still had a good time. Imagine if you yeah. played that game like on the fucking remastered pixel collection. You'd actually just have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good point. It's valid. And I think like realistically yeah six and seven are pretty close and i think you've got more passion for six than i have for seven so i'm not against the pick like my pick would have been seven remake but i can also appreciate it's a bit it's a bit of a nonsense pick <laughs> you can't you can't quite get away with uh with 30 hours of midgar uh you know it, it feels a bit a bit a bit like you're cheating so uh okay we'll we'll give this to six we'll give this to six um and then yeah we'll we'll see We'll see what what happens later on. Maybe I can uh, maybe I can get some bullshit on later on. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's it's, it's not quite. I'll take a another to- single coin. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it a single coin, but it's a knowing nod. Is what yeah. I would describe that as. It's an if you want to cash in your knowing nod. If we find ourselves in a similar, I don't know which one to pick situation yeah. later. Give me the nod, and you you okay. can have your pick. I think that can work there. All right, that makes but, sense to me. So yeah, so we're off on a G. I've got a coin and a nod for anyone who's keeping score. Um, <laughs> and yeah, well, what do you got going on for for G, Josh? G is a good category. It's a lot of good games in G. Uh, I kind of struggle to find one to coalesce around here. I'm gonna I'm gonna work through the also runs very quickly because I think yeah. you'll have some as well. Grandia, really cool JRPG series. Not played enough of it to actually make a convincing case. Gunstar Heroes is probably Treasure's best Mega Drive game. Yeah, a very fucking good one at that, but probably doesn't work against some of the bigger boys in this list. God Hand is hilarious and a delight to play, <laughs> but again, I can't coalesce enough around it. Grand Theft Auto, I'm going to give it its nod here. 
there's no way in hell I'm picking a GTA game over the the actual choices to be made here, which is, in my opinion, in three distinct categories. You've got the Gears of War franchise. I would say 2 is my personal favourite. You've got the God of War franchise. We ignore the modern remakes because they're nowhere near as much fun as 1 and 2 on the PlayStation 2 when the series was good, damn it. And you've got the actual pick and my choice. And good luck to me and my purse of coins. Because <laughs> Ghost Trick Phantom Detective is the best game <laughs> out of all of these. Uh, is Shutakumi's masterpiece. We're never going to get a Phoenix Wright game on the list. This is realistically our only chance to get a Shutakumi game here. And I, I think it's the choice. I, I, I don't uh, care how good Gears or God of War is. Ghost Trick, man. Ghost Trick. Well, I'll tell you what, Josh. Uh, you know, it's... Yeah, it's a good thing you've opened your purse of coins for starters. Um, and also, it in many ways, uh, you know, it's a shame for you because I think if, if Baldur's Gate hadn't held me up to no end, I might have actually played Ghost Trick and then I might have just been sat here going, well, yeah, it's Ghost Trick. Let's move on. Like, we'd, we'd be done in a second. But, but sadly, Baldur's Gate is a fucking long game. So <laughs> you're going to have to use the coins. Um, yeah, look, you covered a lot of the big hitters there. Um you know, a few more gems from G. Uh, you've got Ghost Squad from the arcade slash Wii. Ghost Squad is probably the best Wii-like gun game. It's so stupid and fun. It's just... And you can just replay it over and over. It's brilliant. I recommend anyone who's got... You know, if you've got, like, a friend coming over, you've got a Wii out still, just pop through Ghost Squad for a few hours. It's incredible. We did it, like, just, just last year. It was great. So that's a, that's a good choice. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to a bit, of a bit of a kind of... Bit of a pick people maybe wouldn't expect you, but a bit of Geometry Wars Retro Evolved. Hmm, Geometry shot. Wars rules. It's just hmm. it's one of those games where you know it just takes a classic arcade com like idea and just makes it perfect and modern. And it just just pure like wonderful perfect gameplay. Absolutely adore Geometry Wars. Um, you know, there's too much competition in this letter. But if it if it if it had been called again, you know, it's this, if it had been called Exometry Wars, it would have <laughs> it would have been, it would have been a shoo in. Um, also, want to give a shout out to uh, Guitar Hero. Uh, Guitar Hero Two, I went for in particular, but almost almost feels deserving of this spot because Guitar Hero was just so huge. Everyone loved it. Everyone still loves it today, right? Like you go out somewhere, you see a Guitar Hero machine, you think, I, I, I gotta play a bit of Guitar Hero. And then and then you realise the arcade ones have controllers that weigh five million tons and your arms hurt. But it's beside the point. Guitar Hero's real good. Um my pick was was gonna be Gears of War two. Um that's what I had as my nailed on choice here. Um, you know, considered putting Gex free deep cover gecko, but uh didn't think I'd get away with that. <laughs> Do you love me some Gex? Um, Gex, but... god damn it. <laughs> At least I didn't put it down, you know. I, I understood <laughs> with Gex. I tried to get a dead rise again, but Gex is I know Gex is a is a lizard too far. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I think Gears 2 would be where I'd go with this. I haven't played Ghost Trick. I just think you know, there's too much competition in G of really big, really good games that we've both played for ghost trick to get on this list without a heavy investment from your part <laughs> like and I, i'm open to it i'm open to the heavy investment but this this would be quite a lot of coins because it's it's literally a game i haven't played i always feel frustrated when we get to the ghost trick uh discussion on any of these podcasts or any of our list building times because i always feel like i have to extract a high price for it when i know full well the second you play this game I would never have to pay a high price for Ghost Trick. In yeah. many ways, I almost feel like I should put... If I do pay this high price, I don't consider... I consider it a deposit. 
And it's something I will get back <laughs> at a future point when you finally played Ghost Trick. You can come on a podcast and go, actually, you were right. Ghost Trick is one of the best games of all time. Here's your eight coins back. Use them in any future ranking <laughs> special yeah. you want. Maybe, maybe. Because <laughs> it's so your jam. It's very much my jam. And, oh, God, it is so good. But I don't think already a coin and a nod down. I have the capital to be risking another three or four or five coins to to get Ghost Trick on this list, as much as it should be. So. I would say to you, I would say to you, if it if it maybe sways you a bit here, right? I've just had a scroll down my uh you know, my remaining my remaining games have got a long way to go in the A to Z. I don't think I've got anything that is offensive <laughs> to you. <laughs> so I don't I don't think this would come back in a particularly painful way. You know, there might be a couple of small jabs, but I don't think there's anything on here where, you know, you're not getting gexed. So just if it, just if that sways your decision, fair enough. If it doesn't, we'll, we'll go Gears 2. But I just want to let you know, I, I don't think there's anything that's going to kill you in the rest of it. I mean, the fact this does eliminate gex almost makes me feel safer to begin with. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I would have gexed you for sure. If he was called Hex, you would have been fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely <laughs> fucked. So I don't know. I like Gears of War 2 as well. Redefined the modern cover shooter. Really good game. An Xbox 360 tentpole multiplayer aspect to that as well with its horde mode and all that it introduced. It's such a good game. I love Gears of War 2. It's the comfortable second best game out of all of these. <laughs> it really is. But it's Ghost Trick, man. And how, how what of a chance are we going to get to a visual novel on this list? Basically, Zero. Three coins. I'll give you three coins for Ghost Trick. Look, if yeah, all right, I'll 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 take your coins, Josh. I'll take your coins. We'll have Ghost Trick. Um, I think that's, that's fine. I think you've obviously got a lot of passion for the Ghost Trick. I, I love Gears of War 2. I think it's incredible, but... I'll take I'll take the price. I'll take the price, Josh. That's fine. Um, <laughs> absolutely hoarded currency. That's fine. It's, it's just, a real worry. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's you know, yeah, like it's. You just have to see. Have to see what comes. But anyway, on we go to to H. Um, so this is, I believe, I'm up first here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean H. H is a good. It has some good standouts. I don't think it's an overall great letter. Um, you've the obvious series that come to mind first. I think are Half Life and Halo. Um, those, yeah, those are the two key ones. Uh, other people might have the Horizon series from PS4 and 5. I kind of think they suck, so I won't be putting them on. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some people out there hoping for hoping for a bit of Hollow Knight. Um, just doesn't doesn't work for me. I don't know. I tried it a few times. I, I can't get into Hollow Knight, so that's not my pick either. Um, yeah, you know, there's a couple of other games that, that could be it, but I, I'm going gonna, gonna to gonna move on i think i'll let you have maybe talk about some of those but my pick here would be you know it's, it's half-life versus halo it's a tough battle i i'd probably lean halo 2 halo 2 was you know the campaign of halo 1 was better but halo 2 was pretty much the birth of, of online gaming for console players it was the biggest thing in in kind of online gaming for its entire like console generation and um it just it just felt like something special at the time, I think. Um, and I kind of... That puts it above the original Halo for me, which would be my second choice. Um, 
And then after that, you're probably getting to like Half-Life 2, but I'm not a huge Half-Life guy. I never played the first one, regrettably. I, I think I'm going to on the Steam cause, on the Steam Deck because they've actually made a Steam Deck verified kind of nice version. So really hoping to get a bit of Half-Life 1 going soon. But with me not getting to that yet, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's got to be a Halo game for me. Yeah, I think you've rattled off a lot of the big hitters here. I mean, Half-Life 2 is a very cool title. Again, a franchise I've never, maybe not spent enough time with in my current state, as I, as I will describe it. Uh, I think when I got to Half-Life in the orange box, I fell in Same. love with Portal and a bit of Team Fortress. But for whatever reason, I couldn't get into the Half-Life series. Maybe, maybe it had been built up too much. Maybe I was just too stupid at the time to really enjoy it. And going back to it now, I, I'd appreciate the intricacies of it more. Alas, I haven't done that, so I'm not going to push for it here. Halo, I understand the importance of Halo. I mean, if I was picking the best of the Halo games I've played, I'd have been pushing for a bit of, you know, Halo Spartan Assault here. <laughs> but <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I've never actually played Halo 2, so I can't... All I'm going on there is general, I've heard it's good, and I know it's yeah. important. That's that's all I can offer there, particularly when it comes to multiplayer and Xbox Live matchmaking. My two picks would have been between Hollow Knight which was my indie pick of choice. Uh, even ahead of Celeste, I forgot about Celeste famously, but I didn't forget Hollow Knight. I would have probably proffered that. And Hotel Dusk, mm. the uh, DS Sin adventure game with Carl Hyde, the detective, drawn in that aha kind of penciled stench, uh, sketch style. Really cool adventure game. It's like, hold it like a book. It's uh, it's, it's really, you love, really you love cool holding game. the DS like a book. You love oh, it so I, much. I, I, I fucking love holding the DS like a book. My favorite Ninja Gaiden game is Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword because you hold it like a book. I absolutely your, love that. Your favorite DS game is a hundred classic books. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a book. It's like a book. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, I would have, I'd have pushed Hollow Knight here personally but mm. that is very much not your bag at all so i don't know how far i've got with that yeah i mean yeah. I've, I've even played it that's the thing it's kind of you know i think if i hadn't played hollow knight i'd probably be like oh yeah it's probably hollow knight because i hear it's amazing but I've, I've tried hollow knight like three or four times i just i can't get into it i've gave it like you know i think my longest save on it was probably about you know a good six or so hours like i did really give it a shot but i t- it's just not for me somehow, which is really strange because it's all of the genres I love. <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't work. It's 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 weird. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm pretty stuck on Halo and I, I get the feeling you kind of know it should be Halo. <laughs> I know it should be Halo, but I will say that every single game on this list so far has been played by both of us, apart from Ghost Trick, which I had to pay a heavy price for. I am not this going to extract a, I am not going to extract a heavy price for Halo because that would be insane. I am cashing in my nod. Yeah, I'm taking I, I, the nod back. I, I can give you a nod. It's fine. I'll I'll, I'll give you a nod. That's entirely fair. I think that that Halo should cost one nod. So yeah, we're gonna go Halo Two. Uh, as I said, I think it's just it's too important to Xbox Live and online multiplayer to not pick it. It's yeah, it, it's the pick. So yeah, Halo Two is for H. And uh, yeah, we're off to I, which is uh, is back to you, Josh. Yeah, this is a, this is a bit of a barren category, I think, is I on the whole. There wasn't a lot here. You know, when, you, when you're looking at the fucking Italian job on PS1 as a potential <laughs> choice, you know it's you know it's not going well, and then you, And then you realise it's a duck, so it's a T game. <laughs> so it'd be a T game anyway, so that was immediately discounted. There's two cult classic treasured hero games here in Ikaruga 
the Dreamcast shmup, vertical shmup, where you switch the uh, bullets, white and black, depending on how dubs off. It's really good shmup at that. Not my favourite. I do think it's slightly overrated. I think it's difficulty perhaps gained it more uh, legacy and heritage than yeah. its actual gameplay did. I, th I think there's better shmups out there than Ikaruga. The other obvious one is Ico, the you know famous team uh, game the from the, the Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> devs. Yeah, I think it's better than Shadow of the Colossus, a game I did not like. I, I didn't mind Ico. I thought Ico was fine. It's it, fine. It, it's fine. It, it sets yeah. the template for a lot of what indie puzzle games are today. And maybe that's a bad fit. I, I was going to say, I gotta say if, if Ico was on last week's show, I think I might have told it to fuck off because it's, it's, it's set a dangerous precedent for, uh, for the future of games. But my choice here, and I think this is the first time we've had the opportunity to get really weird with our go. picks. And you know it's coming. Boots up the Japanese Scar Orchestra because I'm saying we pick Incredible Crisis on the PlayStation 1. My a God. Mini, a mini game collection. So ludicrous, so far-fetched, so bombastically stupid that it had me grinning ear to ear from the second we started it to the second we finished it. It's a simple game where a family of Japanese suburbanites wake up one morning, the grandma says, it's my birthday, and all of them are so horrible they forgot about it. And so you follow their days as they try to get a present for grandma. And somehow that involves a man being chased by a giant construction ball, getting railed on a Ferris wheel, a son getting <laughs> shrunk by an angry I shrunk the kid situation, a girl growing a giant stuffed teddy bear and a mother going to space to fight aliens. And somehow it all coalesces into one mad great hole and some dude on a boat who just comes on by with a shitty inkwit. It sounds like madness. That, that entire description sounds like a series of words that don't even come together. I can't stress enough how narratively tight Incredible Crisis actually is. I love this game. It has to be the pick. I can't actually stop like smiling and laughing just thinking about the game itself. It's so... Incredible Crisis is so so just wonderful like if you if you can't play this game obviously it's not the easiest thing in the world to play it's a ps1 game it i imagine it didn't sell too many copies in the west you know if if you have a way to play it through and emulate it through whatever please do if you don't have a way even just put a long play of it on youtube or something because you should see this game at the very least I, if you can't play it at least do that it's incredibly funny it's the funniest game i've played in in years i can't think of anything that comes close to it it's absolutely incredible the you know the gameplay is just daft simple mini games there's not a lot to it but even them they're, they're just presented in the most hilarious stupid way and when you fuck it up it's all it's almost better than winning on half of them because of the way <laughs> the way it goes wrong and the way it's just ruined and oh absolutely incredible game um yeah look i i think as you said this is probably our time to to get weird and just put something that's very us on the list um i want to give a quick shout out to a couple of i games that we're going to tell the fuck off here um inside fantastic game really really good tense kind of gripping 2d platformer um, also want to give a shout out to my game of the year from whenever it came out, which was It Takes Two. Um, granted, it was a weak year <laughs> for games. <laughs> There's no getting around it. It was not a year like this year or last year. But nonetheless, It Takes Two is a, it's a wonderful co-op only um, 3D platformer kind of puzzle game. Well worth playing. On, like, if you've got someone to play split screen games with over, over Christmas, like It Takes Two is a fantastic choice for that. 
But if you can load up Incredible Crisis instead, just do that because it's ah uh, yeah, I want to play it again right now. Like, I just I just stop the podcast, just play a bit of Incredible Crisis the rest of the night. Um, it's it's the pick. It is it's the pick. There's no two ways about it. You have actually reminded me of another i game I should have mentioned. It was actually my second favorite game of last year, uh, Immortality. Uh, Sam Barlow's mad live action FMV game. Uh, that game's incredible with one of the most horrifying twists that when it happens to you, you'll know it and it will haunt your nightmares for fucking weeks. Gotta uh, play that. That game actually is as good as Incredible Crisis. That, that game is masterful. But you haven't played it. We've both played Incredible Crisis, so I wouldn't push for it anywhere. But somehow completely forgot about Immortality. That game fucking rules. Check that out as well. Yeah, got to get to that. Okay, that is I done then, and we are off to Jay. So Jay is mine to talk about, and let me tell you, Jay is light on content. There is... Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm almost hoping you've got a few more options for Jay, Josh, because I do not have a lot of good stuff here. Um, I've got... I've got Jade Empire, which is a very good Bioware RPG from the Xbox. Um, Josh hates Bioware. He hates... I don't know. He can't hate anything about Jade Empire. I just can't see it. It's not going to fly, guys. It would cost me... He'd rather put nothing on the list. So <laughs> he'd probably put Jazz Jackrabble from the Game Boy Advance on rather than uh, Jade Empire. So that's not going to happen. Uh, you could go back in time a bit to Joust, which is, is shit. I'm not going to lie. I don't like Joust. I think it's not a great game. It's, it's clever for its time, but it's incredibly tedious to play. Uh, my pick, of course, for Jay is uh, is James Bond 007 Nightfire, which is a, a brilliant, brilliant little shitty early 2000s first-person shooter on the, the PS2, GameCube, Xbox. And th- those are the only three games I've got listed down, Josh, because I couldn't find any good Jay stuff. So um, what do you got? What do you got for me? <laughs> yeah, you've, uh, I think you've missed a couple of big hitters good, here. Good. <laughs> not, not huge hitters, I, I, I hesitate to add. Yeah, but there's a couple. I think you've got the proof that 3D platformers could work uh, before Nintendo shamelessly copied them with Jumping Flash. <laughs> uh, I, think that, I think, you know, the, the true Mario 64, as as connoisseurs right. like to call it. Uh, that, that's that's an option, but, you know, I, I wouldn't go I wouldn't go that far. I think you got Jet Set Radio or the Dreamcast, which is not my... I do my, not like it. <laughs> not my favourite game either, but... I'm never going to pass up the opportunity to mention a little bit of weird uh, Sega goodness. I think Judgment as well as a Yakuza spin-off is good. It's a good game. Maybe not as good as the main series. I think you're actually looking at two course fins here for me. You're looking at Journey, the very, very influential and important PSN title. I think that really set a bar for what indie games could be. B. I think it moved them away from having to have a purpose in terms of action and violence and, you know, conflict or puzzles. It literally just was. You just travelled, you existed within it. I think that's broadened out the space of gaming in a way that hadn't really been seen up until that point, and a fantastic multiplayer utilisation as well in how you worked with somebody from across the world you'd never met in a wordless co-op experience. I thought that was a very cool title. Perhaps the more normie pick is to say, well, those Jack and Daxter games are pretty fucking good. And Jack 2 is a heck of a 3D platformer with some good shooting elements. There's not going to be many opportunities to get that type of game on the list. Crash is gone. You know, a lot of the time, those kind of janky old age 3D platformers are kind of a fin of the past. And Jack Mm -hmm. 2 stands alone as a very fun 
version there of it. So I, I'd probably say Jack 2 would be my pick here. I feel like I'd probably love Jack 2 if I played it. Because I've, I've done all the Ratchet and Clanks, but I've not got to the Jack and Daxters yet. Like, I, I will. I'll get to them. Um, but obviously, it's a bit unfortunate if we end up having to pick something that, that we haven't both played. But I think Jay is going in that direction. Like, hmm. you know, I've played and enjoyed Jade Empire and James Bond Nightfire. You haven't played either of those. Like, you've played and enjoyed um, Jack 2 and and some other stuff. I, I've played Journey. I think it's fine. You know, I, I, don't, I don't particularly care for it. So... I am. I'm almost considering the reluctant Jack Two because I know I'd like it. Pick because I just, uh, I, I just, I just would. I, I just, I, lo- I love those kind of games, and I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's fine because I'm never going to get you on Jade Empire. I got no chance. Like, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful it's, RPG. But... I, I mean, there's no, yeah, that's just never going to happen. That you don't have enough <laughs> coins in the bank, and you've already got a lot of coins in the bank. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could cash any coins on James Bond. I'd, I'd say that's a good free coiner right there. Yeah. I ain't paying three. Uh, I'd pay one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I feel Jack and Daxter. Nice to get a bit of Naughty Dog representation on this list as well, in their good form. Although, then yeah. again, they're probably actually going to make an appearance in the use section. So there's not even necessarily that. But Jack 2 is cool. It's a 3D action platformer we'd like it you'd like yeah. it i've played it it's good let's just do that and yeah miserably move on to k <laughs> yeah it sounds good to me man jack 2 probably the least inspiring pick in terms of like you know there's not neither of us is particularly going gotta be that one but it it's the pick you know that's this this is why more video game studios should pick games with weird starting letters because mm-hmm. then they get they get a you know Jack Two now gets to sit alongside all this great shit you know maybe start your game with a number you'd, you'd probably be eighteen wheeler <laughs> you'd like, probably you'd, be eighteen wheeler you got a great chance eighteen wheeler <laughs> is 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 robbing a living on this list but it's done it it's thirteen it's a sentinels move. still just fucking giving us death stares <laughs> just on the edge of the, sta- <laughs> edge of the stage just like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> you guys fucking suck but yeah on we go to K then um, K is I believe your turn to, to talk yeah, this my turn to talk is here cool franchises in K uh, I think obviously you've got two big Nintendo franchises here in Kirby and Kid Icarus uh, Kid Icarus less so it has that very cool 3DS title Uprising which I'd recommend to most people as long as you've got a good, strong hand. Make sure you've got a good, strong hand before you play yeah. that game, because it's going to cramp the fuck up. I love Kirby. Kirby is adorable. Kirby in the Forgotten Land might actually be the best Kirby game. Yeah, that only came out last year on the Nintendo Switch. That game was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, other than that, we've got some weirdo picks. Killer7, Suda51s. Uh, yeah. Magnum Opus. I don't think it's fun enough to make it's the not. list. Despite weird, how much but not it's fun. weird, but not <laughs> fun enough. You've also got Kudelka, uh, a bizarre PS1 uh, RPG, survival horror RPG, essentially, which is an absolute fucking delight. We love our Galku. She's she's yeah. just the absolute best. I I adore that game. But my pick here. And I, I'd hope you'd go along with me, because you were just bemoaning the fact we did not have enough music games on this list. Where is your goddamn chance? Why don't we put a bit of Katamari Damacy on the list? <laughs> Quite possibly the best rhythm game of all time is definitely up there. A delightful experience where you roll a giant Katamari around, collecting more and more until you grow the size of the world to satisfy your fucking livid dad, the kin of all cosmos. Doesn't matter what you do, he'll fucking hate you. 
as some yeah. of the best Japanese weird J-pop plays in the background. Just a really cool fucking game, man. I love Katamari Damacy. And yeah, I, I think it is, to me, the obvious pick here. So I'm looking forward to seeing how you're going to try and crush my dream. Yeah, so I, I, I've I had another couple of kind of, I don't know, missteps in my research here because I, I, I didn't have a couple of those. I'd forgot about Kudelka, which is a crime because I bloody <laughs> love Kudelka. Like, that's another, you know, I, I know we've already been on our weird PS1 soapbox here, but people should also check out Kudelka. It's like, it plays like a Resident Evil game until you get into a battle and then it's a JRPG. It's it's it's, it's mental. It's, it's, it's well worth checking out. It's absolutely fantastic. I... I would strongly consider it for this. Um, my kind of picks going into this, because I'd also forgot about Katamari, uh, I was thinking, um, bit of a shout out to Kid Icarus Uprising on the uh, 3DS. Very, very fun fun game. Uh, looks great for that console as well. Uh, Kirby, Kirby uh, Power Paintbrush, I think it was called in Europe. I always know it as Canvas Curse because I bought it in America. Um, just a, a bloody brilliant game. Just drawing a bunch of lines so Ball Kirby can get around and beat shit up. It's really, really good. Uh, Kirby Superstar is an obvious choice from the SNES. Just a bundle of different Kirby mini games and also full-on Kirby games in there. It's really good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm good with Katamari, Josh. You know, you know, I love a bit of small thing in big world. I love <laughs> games where you're a small thing and the world is massive. And Katamari is that, but then also becomes big thing in small world. <laughs> Like it's it's got it's got it all, you know. There's a bit in the middle where you're just normal sized thing, but the rest of it. Now it's like Katamari is it's one of the most satisfying video game experiences to start. Like you know, you start like level one and you're like a bloody millimeter tall and you're trying to roll up like a nothing like a piece of lint or some shit and then by the end of the game it's like you just rolled earth it's like it's <laughs> it's so satisfying i can't even explain like going from a five minute going through a five minute level where you start rolling up a pencil and you finish it rolling up a building is just so cool um yeah it actually would just comfortably be my pick i, I i'm i'm sold i just didn't think of it for my list well there we go I, i'm filled with that it's good to see katamari Getting some representation. What a wonderful, wonderful game that is. Check out that re-roll edition that came out for Switch and modern consoles. Just tidies up those slightly awkward controls slightly. Doesn't yeah. make it that much easier. The game is a bit of a wrestle to fight with, but that's kind of the fun. Makes it more tactile, makes it feel more lived in. But I'll pass over to you for L. L. Okay, so L is... <sighs> Elsa have won these weird ones. You've got a couple of big series in here, but it's not... I don't think there's, like, a surefire answer to L. You know, you've got um, Luigi's Mansion is a bit of a standout. I think the first and the third game in that series are both fantastic. The third one is now probably the best game in Luigi's Mansion, the latest one. Uh, you've also got... I mean, you've got Little Big Planet, but I don't care for Little Big Planet. You've got any Lego game, um, you know, you could pick any of those. There's a lot of good Lego games. Um, there's a lot of really shit ones, but there's also a lot of really good ones. I just instantly had a flashback there to that dreadful one we had to play for uh, Beat the Sheet. Back on, <laughs> I don't even remember what it was, but it was awful. Um, there's there's Limbo, obviously another really good atmospheric game in the vein of Inside. Uh, but those aren't, you know, I've, so I'm thinking for this, It's for me it's between Luigi's Mansion 3 um i get to i get to roll a game i love in on a wonderful technicality which is that of course in europe in europe it's not Star Fox 64 it's lilac wars so i get to i get to bring a bit of bit of my boy Star Fox in which is is quite nice uh, and then my third choice is it's going a bit rogue it's kind of it's again it's a thing that you just would not think to put on the list i don't think but also 
it's the kind of game that probably is not going to get any other representation here, which is I'm going to the region of old ass games, Josh, and I, I'm considering Lemmings for the list. I think Lemmings is is so a very cool game, very unique. Um, and I don't know. I think there's just nothing, nothing so standout in L that it it you know beats out that kind of uniqueness that Lemmings brings to the list. I think that's interesting. I think there's a. Hmm. <clears throat> I think you've picked out some interesting titles. Say so you've not moved away too far from a lot of the titles I picked. I would have also put forward Luigi's Mansion Three as if I was picking from that series. That is the best one. I would agree with you there. Lilac Wars. I'm not the world's biggest Star Fox fan, and I have played Lilac Wars or Star Fox sixty four at least eight times, trying <laughs> to understand why people rave about this game. I, I can't believe how many times I've beaten this game I do not care about in the slightest as I desperately hunt for what people <laughs> rave about in this game. And I replayed it recently for our own N64 sheet. Still can't find the answer. I've got it up to a 7. It's as high as it's ever been. <laughs> I, I just can't get it higher. I'll, I'll quickly run through some of the other funds I think you missed. Luminous is a really cool... Uh, puzzle game, uh, fantastic title. Had a lot of good iterations of it as well. Uh, n- nobody would be sad to sit down and play that for a while. It's got yeah. that kind of Tetris feel to it. That's very addictive. Great I music think Ele- as well. Great music in that game. Fantastic yeah. music. Uh, Ellie Noir is a really cool Rockstar title. Rockstar's not getting a lot of luck on this list, I don't think. Uh, I think this is one of its more interesting games. A lot of it didn't work. It swung big and it perhaps landed more in the clouds than the stars, but it was quite revelatory in its own way for the time, and a lot of what modern gaming is kind of... A lot of it started around the L.A. Noir, and I think it's more influential than people give it credit for. Uh, I do like the Lemons pick in many ways, but my pick, and I'm surprised you didn't mention it, maybe you don't have as much fondness for it as I do, but I feel we are lacking a good co-op game on this list, a good co-op shooter. And Left 4 Dead is literally right there as one of the finest uh, four-player co-op games you can possibly enjoy. That game was fantastic when it came out on the Xbox 360, avoiding the witch, playing in teams, those delightfully intricate maps expanded upon better still for Left 4 Dead 2, the horde zombie physics that allowed hundreds of these fuckers to just storm the screen at any point. Genuinely scary, a lot of fun, endlessly replayable. I, th- I think it's a fun pick for L and something slightly out of center, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so the thing that the thing that the reason this has happened here is in a, in a strange kind of turn of fate. Left for Dead is like it's my it's my version of what Lilac Wars is to you. Like I've played <laughs> it so many times and I find it boring as fuck. I just I don't I don't find it enjoyable. I've played with a couple of friends. I, I've played a lot of it on my own, which granted isn't the best way to play it. It's actually very dull on your own, but. I just, I don't know if I just missed the boat. You know, maybe I just missed a point where I had a group of consistent friends who all wanted to play Left 4 Dead. And maybe I just didn't get into enough games to really, like, see it for its best, you know, see it at its best. But I just, I've never really had any fun in Left 4 Dead. It's one of those games where I'm on it and I'm like, oh, you know, the guns are good, the enemies are good, the kind of, um, you know, hard effects and the way that it kind of has, like, a director, an AI director that, like, changes the scene and changes the way the enemies are based on how you're playing. It's, like, all great things on paper, and yet the result for me, for some reason, is I don't I don't like it. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. It's yeah. It's like yeah. Like I guess as you said, with Lilac Wars, right? Everyone says it's good. Everyone says all this stuff's great about it, and you're just like, Ugh, is it? Like, what, what do you mean? I, I just, I don't know. So it's probably not the pick because I, I, I weirdly don't care for it. Um, yeah, it's a strange one. I do want to quickly shout out. This isn't something that's going to win, but I just, while we're in the world of L, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, quickly take us back to a bit of Lost Kingdoms on the GameCube, which is, uh, if anyone wants to play some weird shit, Lost Kingdoms is a FromSoft title where it's it's an action rpg but all of your combat is built is basically you bring a deck of cards to the level and you you build that deck from like there's like monsters there's like some cards that just have like spells on them and you just have to run around and just chuck these cards on the floor and then shit comes out of them like a big skeleton will come out and start beating the fuck out of people really really fun it's a really original idea it's the kind of game that like it came out and a lot of people didn't get it you know it kind of i think it came out to like seven out of tens and people were like you know it's it's a good idea but we don't really you know understand why they've done this (laughs) but uh if you you know if you like FromSoft and you like weird card games it's 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 well worth a look but yeah it's it's probably not the winner um i don't know i i think you know for me lemons would be my pick as i said for the reasons before but i would be happy to go luigi's mansion free on more of a you know if that's more of a universal agreement from both of us then it's it's a good choice too yeah, I, I'll I'll come back with a few potential offers for you here. I think okay. if I start, I'll I'll also mention a lost game, Lost Odyssey, which I have not yeah. played, but I have heard is the modern Final Fantasy game everybody's wanted to play. That yes, that is, is yeah. modern Final <laughs> Fantasy, and I can't wait to get to it one day. Maybe in two years in the future when we redo this, I'd been pushing for that. But the offers I will give you, Luigi's Mansion Three. I just don't feel great about it. Although I don't know why, it just feels very milk toast to me. I as almost a feel here. more like I'm starting to feel more Luigi's Mansion One, just because it's like yeah. it started it, and it was a unique kind of idea to just use Luigi to make a Ghostbusters game. Like it was kind of a cool idea, you know? Yeah, exactly. Although if if we do go Luigi's Mansion, you kind of have to go for the best one, which is free. It's free. Yeah. Lemons. <laughs> I get the importance of lemons. It seems. It seems fun. It's 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 good. Lemons is good, but it's, it's also it's just lemons, you know. It, and I know I'm saying that very. But everything is away. just something. It's some, you know. You know it's <laughs> Ultimately, like, yeah. I know everything is just that. <laughs> it is a throwaway comment. What I am offering you is a chance to get Lilac Wars on the list for <laughs> one, maybe two coins. Ooh. Oh man, that's that's an interesting choice. I mean, I do I do have a, a nice pile of. Uh, I believe I've only spent my nod so far, so I've got four, four coins. coins. You can use two. You still got two left, and I don't even like Lilac Wars, and I'm giving you it for two coins, which really isn't that bad of a deal. You know, looking at what I've got coming up, I'll I'll take the deal, Josh. I'll take the deal. <laughs> it's taking the deal, everybody. I'll take the deal. Two coins, Lilac Wars, which in fairness is my favorite game on this list of titles. I. I I love a bit of Star Fox sixty four, so yeah, that's that, that works for me. I think that's a that's a good fair trade. I like that. I feel a... I feel like we can both be happy about a world where Ghost Trick is on the <laughs> list for you and I have Lilac Wars. I think that's just a comfortable list. Yeah, and I, I don't hate Lilac Wars. I just don't get Lilac Wars. So yeah. you know, I, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I'm happy to get another two coins out of your possession. And as we move on to M, which is a let me shot. tell you, <laughs> fucking stacked. Yeah. You know, we're living in a world here where one of my favourite fighting games of all time, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. This is about as much merit as it's going to fucking get because it's got no chance in hell of making a run for this list. And that game fucking rules. Mario Sports title, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, Mario 
strikers even, I will sadly say. All for me, as great as they are, fall by the wayside here as well when you look at what they're up against because you've got three Titanic series here. You've got Mario Kart, which fuck I love a bit of Mario Kart. <laughs> I really love that series. You've got Metroid Prime, potentially the only chance to get a Metroid game on this list. And a very, very good one at that. Only just played that this year for the remaster. And of course, you got fucking Big Bad Mad Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And Metal Gear Solid 3 at that, which is so unbelievably good. That damn ladder you climb as the sampling almost deserves the spot for that. (laughs) That was a weird pronunciation of Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. I've never heard anyone say it like that. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) But I'm sure you'd agree. Those are the three series we're looking at here, aren't they? They just feel too big to ignore. We're gonna to have to decide somehow which one makes the cut. Yeah, my my list of my list of M titles is about you know like the when I I, I tried to make short lists of you know good things worth even at least discussing, and my M list ended up about four times the size of the L one that we just did. Like it's it's ridiculous, as you said. You've got Metal Gear Solid, you've got Metro Prime, Mario Kart. Mario sports titles. It's worth it's worth pointing out. It's not going to make it on this list. Josh hates Bioware, but you have to consider Mass Effect. Like it's not going mean, to make this list. But you know, but Mass Effect Two is one of the best modern RPGs. Like in in particular, the second one is is brilliant. Uh, you've got, I mean, God, you've got Game Boy Advance Metroid. You've got Game Boy Color Metal Gear Solid, which is the best, probably the best Game Boy Color game. Uh, you know, again, another one not for this show, but you've got Minecraft. <laughs> like, it's it's a crazy. You've got Mega Man. Like, it's it's absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, look, I think for us, actually, one last one. You do also have Marvel Spider Man, so you get like the brand new Marvel Spider Man two, fantastic game. We'll we'll see how it does in Game of the Year, but I I really like it. I think it's great. But it is. I think it's Metal Gear versus Mar- yeah, it's Metal Gear versus Mario Kart versus Metroid Prime. That's that's what it is, and it's a really tough one. I think the first part of call here might be to pick a game for each series, which I think yeah. is. I think you've got to go Metro Prime versus. I mean, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is just the pinnacle of yeah. Mario Kart. They've they've perfected it to a point where it does make the older ones just simply not as good as the new one, which doesn't always happen. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. I mean, I I can't tell you how much I love Twin Snakes. I I I can't wait for you to play Twin Snakes because it's just Metal Gear Solid One. <laughs> of it was fucking weird. Like it just it's so it's so stupid. It's like Metal Gear Solid One, but let's make him backflip off a rocket for no. Fu- it's it's nonsense. <laughs> it's so good. Like we should we should just play that together on a weekend sometime because oh my god, you you will love it. Um, but you know, Twin Snakes probably isn't the Metal Gear pick. The Metal Gear pick is probably one or three. I think that's. You know, the original Metal Gear Solid 1, I mean, or the third one. I think we go the third one for this show because we both love 3, whereas I don't know if you've necessarily played the first one fully. Um, no, so... I've, only, I've only ever touched on the first one. And from what I've touched on, I'd say 3 is just a, it's the ultimate refinement of everything that was there anyway. And it is, it is probably the best Metal Gear Solid game. I, I don't think that is too controversial a thing to say, really. I think that is pretty yeah. accepted amongst the community and you're right metroid prime is the obvious pick for metroid and mario kart 8 deluxe is the obvious pick for mario kart that's the easy bit now we've got to <laughs> pick one of them <laughs> so. yeah i okay i'm gonna start i'm gonna open this off with something quite bold i i think i think this is a it feels pretty bold i'm not even sure about it myself but i'm gonna go ahead with it i think you cut metal gear 3 i think this is prime versus mario kart i think mario kart almost feels like the boring choice 
But then you just look at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and it's literally the perfect kart racing video game with an embarrassing amount of content. Like more content than anyone ever needed, especially at this point. It has 96 tracks. Like it's 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 a joke. Like that that is that is so much video game and all of it is just absolute kart racing perfection. Like I I feel again, I feel like it's the boring choice. I feel like the the fun choices are probably Metal Gear 3 followed by Metroid Prime and then Mario Kart. But I feel like I flip that list upside down when I think about what the actual like what feels right to me. I feel like it's Mario Kart then Metroid then Metal Gear, which is uh, it's all so close. I'm making it sound as if it's an obvious choice, but it's all uh, so close. It's, it's, this is very, very difficult. It, it really is. Uh, see, my one, the immediate one for me to cut was Metroid Prime, because I don't think it's even the best Metroid game, uh, because mm. that's Super Metroid, uh, which unfortunately has found itself in the Super category. And that good fucking luck. It's good luck. <laughs> you know, so th- I feel bad for Metroid, but for me, that was always the obvious cut, because it's not even the best game in its franchise. Like, Super Metroid is better than Metroid Prime. You will disagree with that, because I know you're more of a 3D Metroid guy, and the best 3D Metroid is Metroid Prime. So that's almost a wash, but that's where I stood on that. I leant towards Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, as the pick here, because of what it was doing at that time, and what it managed to achieve in terms of its ludicrous storytelling beats, and introducing new systems and slightly updating even just the stealth genres, move mutating around this thing. Games have mutated around Kojima for years now, and I feel Metal Gear Three was really that kind of benchmark for him. That was that was the title. That's as good as he's ever made, and I don't think he'll ever make anything better. I was about to say that. I feel like Metal Gear 3 was when the mutation was still a positive thing. And yeah. now the mutations got out of control and we're just making delivery sims. But um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, I like that. I like the argument. Um, I would say, you know, if you look at this in a really pragmatic, boring way, it sounds like your list is Metal Gear 1, Mario Kart 2, and then Metro Prime last. And my list is Mario Kart 1, Metro Prime 2, and Metal Gear last and that makes mario kart kind of technically get more points overall (laughs) mario kart is the technical dull winner based on that logic but i'm not saying that is a deal breaker if that's what we do i just just pointing it out you know mario kart didn't come last on either list and it won one of the two so it's like yeah i I almost like mario kart winning because it won almost like a mario kart championship it's just consistently placed Mario Kart is playing its own damn game here. It's playing by its own damn rules. And it's picking up the points. I Look, ultimately, you're never going to be mad at putting a Mario Kart game on the list. It feels boring because it does. you almost but take Mario Kart for granted. But you shouldn't at the same time. It's a wonderful kart racing series. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, as you say, has everything in it. It is the ultimate package now at this point. You can't ask for any more. So, ultimately, I'm going to say, sure, let's go Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as the nice. pick with, with a heavy apology to Metal Gear Solid 3. And also, and a nod to myself that maybe some sacred cows can be cut down in this competition. Because I thought Metal <laughs> Gear Solid 3 was a real lock for this, ultimately. I thought that I thought the sacred cowness of it would see it through. And yeah. apparently cows ain't safe on the uh, sheet A to Z list, which has damaging ramifications for further down the list. 
it might well do, yeah. But uh, yeah, look, I yeah, I think it's as you said, maybe not the most exciting pick, but it is. It just feels sensible, man. And I I love the G, the, the Grand Prix kind of description of it. It's just won itself. It's won its own Grand Prix. You finished first, second in a couple of races. It got enough points. I imagine I've been playing like the original Super Mario Kart like Grand Prix results music for the last two minutes of this. Let's see if I can be asked putting it in. But that's probably what I've done. Just the nice bit of celebration <laughs> music. It, uh, but yeah, that's that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so I guess with that then we are on to N. N is a strange, strange letter, Josh. I I initially thought N would be stacked, and then I don't necessarily think it is. It's got some highlights. There's no two ways about that. There's definitely some good stuff in here. But I don't think it's... You know, it's no M. Christ, it's definitely no M. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kick us off with a bit of a bit of N here. So uh, I think you've got, you've got to consider the Ninja Gaiden series. Um... The pick for that is probably either Ninja Gaiden Black on the Xbox or Ninja Gaiden 2 on the 360. Both very, very good games. Um, there's also, I mean, a big one for me is uh, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch, the, the first Nino Kuni game, which is it's basically a Pokemon JRPG, but like, you know, like a proper 3D one that isn't uh, a buggy piece of shit like Scarlet and Violet. It's like a real actual one that works. Um, all, the, all the sort of visuals and animation is done by Studio Ghibli, so it looks just unbelievably wonderful and charming uh it's a lovely game like the second one went in a different direction and maybe not as successful but i would recommend anyone seeks out that first nino kuni game it's 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 beautiful um one pick for me is i mean i i adore nba jam i know you don't adore nba jam uh you just didn't it's not a game you hit at the right time you know it was, it was something i played when i was a kid i've played it in arcades and i kind of get that full experience of you know it being this fun multiplayer game i know you've kind of had a few games against the computer and went this is fucking shit <laughs> like, and that's fine that's the so that's just the way it sometimes goes with these old games so i won't be pushing nba jam on on anyone today um but yeah look i think for me honestly nino kuni is probably my pick because i don't care for new super mario brothers so that entire the entire new followed by mario brothers titles i, I don't give a shit uh and i've not played neo so yeah whatever there's obviously Neo Automata. That's the other big pick here. Um, but I would be personally picking Nino Cooney, but I don't believe you've played the first one, so that might make it struggle here. <laughs> yeah, that that's the odd thing. I have played Nino Cooney too, the weird town builder one. I did play <laughs> yeah. that. I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a good enough little video game. Did I wouldn't rave about it, but I thought it was enjoyable enough for what it was. I think you picked out most of the big ones there. Ninja Gaiden two as you say on the xbox 360 that is a very good game i like that a lot i wouldn't personally pick it you have missed out my boy travis touchdown and no more heroes a franchise i absolutely adore i i love that series but you've never played it and i've tried i just haven't got into it i i know i know i'd like it and yet it hasn't grabbed me yet but yeah maybe one day i don't think i'd necessarily push for it anyway i don't know i don't know if suda games deserve to be on any list not because they're <laughs> bad but because that's not very suda 51 the guy mm. the guy exists in the shadows forever defined <laughs> by how people have not picked his games i, I kind of almost would rather no more heroes didn't make the list because of that so i'm not even going to put it forward i personally think you brushed over the pick here i think the pick is near automata I, th- I think it's a wonderful, wonderful video game. 
uh, combining that Platinum Games action combat, but the combat's not really the thing that makes Nier special, let's be honest. Even though it is very good and it's very tight, this isn't a, oh, maybe Platinum won't get on the, get on the list twice. I, mean, I don't think this is a Platinum game. This is a Yoko Taro game. Through and through. The story, yeah. to the music, to the way that the multiple different endings play with each other, to its gut-punch finish, which has one of the smartest most clever late game twists I've ever seen in a video game. So the mere fact it can make me play it five fucking times, and I don't even question that as a bad thing. I I think it's a masterful bit of storytelling. I think it's touching, I think it's engaging. I think it's a proper modern classic. I actually don't believe Neo Automata gets enough praise. I almost feel it gets overlooked slightly. I think it's a wonderful video game. And... Although Nino Cooney, I imagine I would like that a lot. Of course, Studio Ghibli yeah. <laughs> uh, produced JRPG for the PS3. I own the update on the PS4. I will get to it one day. Maybe I'd love it. It would have to come with a coin price attached to it. Uh, but that's why I stand. You've got Nino with some coins or Neo Automata again. I think we can both agree is a is a very good pick. Even the original weird ass Nier on the Xbox 360, but I haven't played that, so I can't push for that one. Yeah, I, I I think yeah, I think if you'd played Nino Kuni, this would probably be a situation where I think we'd be having the same discussion. Frankly, I think it would be we both love Nino Kuni and we both love Nier Automata, and which one gets to gets to be the pick. I'm fine with it being Nier Automata. I think I just think there's you know there's there's no logic in picking a game that only one of us has played if there's something we've both played and loved that also just feels like a good pick. You know, I I don't think there's kind of yeah, I think it's fine. I think it just makes sense. I think it would probably be the pick most people would make for N. Well, at least the people who've played it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. More people should have played it. But uh, it feels, yeah, like I don't have enough passion for Ninja Gaiden, really. I, I don't, even NBA Jam, which I, I love for what it is, it, I don't, you know, I, it's a fun little old sports game. I don't care that much. Like it's, it's yeah, it's it's near Automa. I think let's just, let's just go ahead with that and, uh, and put it on the list. I think that's absolutely the choice. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to O now. O is another weird category. Not a lot of choices, I don't think, here. I think actually, there's a real depth, a real dirge, should I say, of O titles. There's really not many. I can only offer you three games, I would say, are worthy of this list. One of them I briefly mentioned, which is Osu Tatsukeo Wendon, the Japanese name for Elite Beat Agents, a wonderful rhythm game that we both love. I don't know if you ever played those imported titles. Um, they very, fucking very rule. Good. In many ways, yep. the better <laughs> than Elite Beat Agents. <laughs> like us and Tatsuko went on 2 in particular. It's fucking fantastic. What a great game that is. Fucking fantastic, Sons of Ons, that. You do have the more boring choice of Okami. I've tried to beat Okami We're both six bored of Okami, times. Josh. I fucking I can't, can't it. stand it. I can't play it. <laughs> I've done that as well. I can't I can't do it. I don't know why. I, I I love old Zelda games. Everyone seems to say, oh, this is just like an old Zelda game. But why is it so fucking boring then? <laughs> What's the deal? I, I don't I don't know why. I just can't I can't get on with Okami. I've tried so many times. So that that can't be the pick, because we both don't like it. <laughs> so that leaves me with my Probably my choice, and you may have seen it coming. I love me a little bit of Outrun 2006 Coast to Coast. Probably the greatest arcade racing game of all time. It's a fucking delight. The music's on point. It plays like an absolute dream. 
I was going to say there's not many racing games on this list. I had that line in my mind when Metal Gear Solid had already won. <laughs> but there technically <laughs> is now. So it's less dependence on that. For me, it is a straight battle between OutRun and Osu uh, Tatsuke Wendon. For this list, unless you've managed to dig something up I've completely forgotten about. Hmm. Well, it's coins time, Josh. It's oh, coins no. time. So uh, I'm going to bring in a triple threat of games you don't like that I would pick above all of the ones you've said. Um, in at number three is uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Or oh, you could abs. pick Ori and the Blind Forest. Love both of those. Both very, very good games. I know you... You're, well, I don't think you hate them. I know you didn't get on well with the sequel, whereas I kind of loved it. Um, yeah, yeah. like like the first yeah. one. thought the first one was good. Hated the second one. So if you're going to get anywhere with that, I would I would hastily recommend you move away from the second. Nah, it's it's fine. It's not my pick. I'm going to move on to uh, game you'll game you'll tell me to fuck off over number two. It's time for a bit of Overwatch, Josh. <laughs> oh, God, I no. bloody love Overwatch. Overwatch is my favorite shooting game. I I adore it. Um, yeah, I just I'm obsessed with like I I watched the professional league for years, and I just I'm wearing an actual jersey of all of the teams right now. Shout out to the uh, Vancouver Titans. <laughs> but yeah, I, I bloody love Overwatch. But it's not my pick, Josh. Uh, my pick, which I might have to spend a couple of coins for, but I, I, I feel like I might get away with it, is uh, probably one of my top three games of all time, and it is Outer Wilds. I love Outer Wilds so, so much. It's a game that, like, once... I feel like anyone I've talked to, once they get past the point, a certain point with it, they become me. They just become this. Like, because I, I played it for a few hours and I was like, why are people raving about this? What the, the hell is this? And then I, I threw it away and I picked it up about half a year later and I played a little bit more than that. And then it just became my obsession for weeks. I, I'd be working and thinking like, where am I going to go tonight? What am I going to, I need to figure out more stuff. And like, it's just, it completely took over my mind for a couple of weeks until I like beat the whole game. And and the beauty of it is it's a game that I can't ever play again because it's a time loop game and I know that I know the thing now so I can't even play it again like it's it's over if I start it up right now I can do the thing to beat it and it's just that's so crushing for a game you love this much but it's an absolute work of art I I I just I just know that once you get past that point and I think it's on one of our alphabet lists so one day you'll you'll play it and uh, once you do I I it's it's almost it's it's almost like it's my ghost trick. You, like you know when I play ghost trick, I'll be like, "God damn, Josh, ghost trick." I feel like once you get past that bit in this, you'll you'll be the same. But it's ah, oh, it's so good, so good. Yeah, I I actually I'm now flashing back to when I drew my list up, and I was thinking, "What O games and what's Andrew going to print?" And I thought, "Oh, this almost doesn't matter because he's just going to try and get the Outer Wilds on the list." <laughs> <laughs> Which explains why my old list is so short yeah. to just the two titles I absolutely adore. Look, I, I accept have my two ghost. coins. You know, I'm gonna I'm fine. gonna say that the coins are gonna have to go. Like the the coins yeah. are gone. Uh, partly because I haven't played it. Partly because I did play that first hour. And I found it really fucking boring. But that's Same. exactly Same. what you did. So you yeah. know, maybe one day I, I will click with it and I'll I'll experience the same highs you did. As it stands. I'll let you have it for your two coins and call a scratch. Yeah. Uh, no no nice, more nice battering there. Nice to get evens. You can have Outer Wilds. I'll I'll allow it. 
not the outer worlds. I, I hasten no, to uh, that can, to, no, that can to that. <laughs> Yeah, no. To be clear to everyone, this is yeah, this is time loop puzzle game, not small elder, not like small space Fallout. You know, that's not what this is. But uh, yeah, <laughs> just honestly, yeah, as I said, top, one of my top three games of all time. It's it's that level of of, of great to me. And uh, people, if if anyone out there has gave it a shot before, and not stuck of it, just just I, I just try again. Like honestly, it's yeah, it's something special. But uh, on we go, on we go to to the letter p and p's a real tricky bastard as well josh <laughs> mm. it's yeah p p's a bit of a nightmare this is probably the hardest letter this side of s and i, and I guess m so you know it's uh it's probably there um uh, where do we start i mean we could start with phoenix right we're both phoenix right like super fans you know it's uh it's, there's a real world where we just tell logic to fuck off and put a phoenix right game on this list because it's just a very universal love on on the sheet that, that is that, you know for Phoenix right. Uh, God, you've also got Persona, so you know that the pick would probably be P5 because that's the one we've both played. I feel like you might be more of a P4 guy, but I've never quite got through that one yet on my end. Um, you've also got, I mean, we haven't got to Pokemon yet. <laughs> like, you know, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, or Gold, Silver, Crystal are probably the two picks. You could potentially go for the the DS Gold, Silver remakes. They just kind of refined them into an even better format. So it could be Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. Uh, God, you've also got every Paper Mario game. You've got all the Pikmins. You've got all the po- you've got both the Portal games. You know, you could go back in time for a bit of Pac-Man. Like Pac-Man's a very worthy pick for the Ultimate P game. You could go further back and go Pong. <laughs> Just hit a bit of Pong on there. <laughs> like it's it's a crazy letter. Um, I yeah, I even loved that 2018 version of Prey. I thought that was incredibly clever. Uh, the arcane game from Arcane. Um, God yeah, Professor Layton. It's, 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 this letter is crazy. This letter is absolutely crazy. My pick, if I, uh, it's basically between do do we tell Logic to fuck off and pick like probably Phoenix right trials and tribulations or do we pick the best pokemon game those that's probably where i'm at like i feel mean to things like portal 2 and pick and uh, persona but i i would be pokemon versus phoenix right here i think a bit ahead versus yes. heart that's interesting that's interesting you've listed i think all the franchises that i would have named as well you know professor layton and paper mario and pikmin probably as the also vans in this category great titles some of the best yeah. also vans we've had across the entire episode so far but not in the ballpark of the others portal the original had a real every time i think to myself maybe i just discard portal i think to myself man that game is kind of perfect there's not really anything wrong with it portal 2 yeah. you could say there's, there's issues with pacing and slight repetition. There is no fucking wrong with Portal. That two to three hour experience is flawless. And I yeah. adore it. Ultimately, I am going to tell it to fuck off. I'm also, perhaps, perhaps surprisingly, going to say, I'm not that fussed about getting Pokemon on this list. Uh, despite the, the hugeness of the franchise and what it meant to me as a child, perhaps I'm just burnt out on Pokemon. But I yeah. just don't care anymore. And this, this isn't a Pokemon's for children thing. I've been playing those fucking games for 25 years now. And I only just bought one last year. It's, it's not That's not the issue. I've just... I've, maybe as I've played more JRPGs, the, the importance of Pokemon has waned in my mind somewhat. I mean, even Dragon Quest did the monster collecting before Pokemon did. It just happened to be the one that got really fucking popular. And it is great. I'm not saying it isn't. It's fantastic. But 
maybe it's not as titanic in my mind as it was only a decade ago. Phoenix Wright. Oh man, I love those games. I love Trials and Tribulations so much. I love Godot. I love that man. He is an absolute delight. I Those Phoenix Wright games convinced me to do a law degree I didn't want to really do. <laughs> That's how much I loved Phoenix Wright, and I still love that franchise now. I still listen to the music maybe a couple of times a week just because it gets me, gets the old blood pumping. Yeah, I love it that same. damn much. But with Ghost Trick on the list, I wouldn't necessarily put a Phoenix Wright game on the list. I don't think it's needed wow. with Ghost Trick. Okay. My choice is Persona 5. I think this list actually, somehow, for a list that me and you have created, and certainly me, lacks a few big JRPG titles and big names. It's actually kind of lacking quite a few of them. And Persona yeah. is a wonderful JRPG series. It's probably the best modern Japanese role-playing game. Persona 5 is the perfect distillation of that. And that cast of characters, man, and that story and the beats that it hits with the music and the wonderful one more battle system, which is almost quite Pokemon-y in itself. Yeah, true. You know, again, before Pokemon. I mean, it's it's an incredible thing, really, and it's a wonderful title. And yeah, I would actually lean to Persona 5 here as my pick. Okay, okay. I think, like, okay, I think Phoenix Wright, as much as it is, it's it's practically, it might as well be the official game of the sheet. Like, you know, it's, we, we do adore it. But I think, got its own category. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we'll just put it at the end of this list. It's fine. It, it could sponsor like, think... the show. The A to Z list <laughs> sponsored by Phoenix Wright X Attorney yeah. Trials and Tribulations. That's fine, yeah. I'll just, I'll, we'll get to the end and I'll just play an objection soundbite and we'll just say that Phoenix Wright was the, the, the ultimate A to Z was <laughs> Phoenix Wright. It's fine. But, like, that's it. I think, I think we both, we both would have had to unanimous, unanimously go for the, uh, the heart choice of picking Phoenix Wright over games that are fundamentally. I, 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 I can't even say, like, I tried to say better and the word didn't come out, such as my love for Phoenix Wright. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. Games that are a more obvious choice, let's say. Um, God damn, I love Phoenix, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like my my pick would be Pokemon Red Blue. I just think it's it's too iconic. It's too big. It's too important. Like it's hard to it's hard to overstate how like just the the kind of creature design, right? Like 150 like 150 little stupid dinky creatures that we all still think about every day. Like 30 years on, you know, it's like it's it's there's something really special about that. That's like that you've got to count here but it really is a battle of uh, yeah as you said there are there are certain pokemon similarities in persona and it almost feels a bit like we're just we're playing two weirdly similar games off against each other it's just the old one or the new one is do you go pokemon red blue or do you go persona 5 i think that's that's the choice we're left with now um ah uh, i i really struggle with this one man i uh you know i love a bit of persona 5 but i i I'm struggling to move away from from the Pokemon Red Blue pick. Ah, see what we're in a we're in an impasse here, I think, because I'm I'm fairly I'm hard to budge on this one. Partly because I just feel even if you look at the modern state of the franchise, I feel Persona is in a better place. And <laughs> historically, it had good games too. It's not like Persona was shit and got good. It's Persona started good, somehow managed to find a way to get even fucking better. And now has found its formula in the perfect spot. Whereas Pokemon started out the gate good. And has been getting progressively worse since gold, essentially. Yeah. It, it's it's not been the peak and... I mean, the formula's not changed in 30 fucking years. 
well, and they and tried and to this time, but then they couldn't make a game. So <laughs> yeah. you know, they just so they just made like a they made a open world Skull Island Rise of Kong Pokemon game where you just fall <laughs> through the fucking floor. So that doesn't work. Like I, I see the argument. I think the only thing with Persona is that I don't think Persona's a weird one when you think of Legacy because it has been going for about as long as Pokemon, but also like let's be honest, Persona started at Persona Three. Persona 1 and 2 aren't Persona games. They're just something else that happened to be called Persona. Like, So it's actually not that, you know, it's got three games in its series, really. Um, or 15, if you count the fact that they always just re-release them. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, but then again, that's Pokemon's thing. They're the same. It, it's that's that's just, They just do the same thing. Persona and, and 5 even, Royal, Pokemon and Yellow. And even then, it's, with Persona, the formulation of the founder is found in Shimagami Tensei anyway. It's, it's just a Shimagami yeah. Tensei game with social skills. Essentially, I'm saying put SMT on the list because Persona <laughs> is just a Shimagami Tensei game with some social elements. That's all it is. It's the only noticeable difference between the franchises. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Josh, look, I think I think we've probably hit our time limit on P. Um, I think we need to move on. Um, how would you like Persona 5 for one coin? I'll take it for a coin. A single coin. I'll take it just, for a coin. Yeah, I think we just gotta we gotta move on, and I think. Uh, I yeah, I will that... counter Barton and say you can have Pokemon Red slash Blue for two coins. If, if nah, you I'll take my one coin, thank you. <laughs> I'll take my <laughs> you, coin. You, you I'm a real coin hoarder in this game. <laughs> I don't like to sw- I don't like to switch the balance of coin power the other way. I just I keep it this way. <laughs> like it's fine. Uh, yeah, because yeah, okay, I could do okay. some real fucking damage with some coins. <laughs> yeah. Your damage is limited. I could do real damage with some coins. (laughs) You have no idea how bad this could get. (laughs) Real bad. Uh, Okay, right. So we are on to the letter Q, which is, I believe, your turn. I think you're up now. Yeah, it is uh, my turn. Good good fucking luck, Josh. (laughs) Yeah, Q sucks. Uh, There's so little here. There's Quest 64, which is a bad N64 JRPG. You've got Quantum Break, which is Remedy's worst game. And you've got Quake, and as much as I don't massively want to pick Quake on a list where we already have Doom, unless you can name me literally any other worthy Q game, I think we're just stuck with Quake. Uh, Quake 2? <laughs> Quake 2, probably? Like, yeah, Quake I 2. <laughs> I got Quake 2 for you. Uh, obviously, obviously, let's not let's not move on without, uh, you know, bringing up old weird fucking Q-Bird. Because Q-Bird, yeah. you've got to at least Q-Bird. mention, you know... Cubert sucks. I've I've never enjoyed playing a minute of Cubert, but it it's it's a weird game. That little fucking octopus squid looking guy seems to just swear a lot. I, it, it, it's a weird <laughs> little cool character like that guy. Um, I was kind of hoping like if we would have got out of P, if we would have left P and not picked an RPG, I was going to be like, well, I think it's time for Quest sixty four to pick up the mantle for <laughs> RPGs. But it is of course dog shit. So. Uh, you know, and in and in Europe, it was called Holy Magic Century, so it really should have been eating Halo 2's lunch. So it's it's missed its <laughs> chance. It's a damn shame. Um, yeah, for me, look, I, it's Quake or Quake Two. I, I, I could pick either. I think Quake Two is probably the better game. Um, but Quake One, Quake One was very interesting for the fact that they just had four completely distinct, weird campaigns that were just made by seemingly mm. totally different people and that was quite cool you know you had like your medieval magic one you had one that was much more like dark and gothic you had like you know that, that's i like that i think that's that's pretty clever and maybe you just go quake one you know it's it's a it's a it's a weak letter and that's that's just there's nothing else worth picking so yeah 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 i don't have a problem with it let's just quake one it Let, let's yeah. not quake for it let's let's no. avoid <laughs> let's not, let's not <laughs> the quake dredge because of quake four <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, let's 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 quake one and hastily move on to R where more fun can be found. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so R is R is one way. I don't actually have a ton of things on my list, but they are all real good. Um, you've got the entire Ratchet and Clank series. Uh, the pick from that is probably either the original game or Rift Apart. I think you you go to one end of the spectrum, but Ratchet and Clank the quality bar's always been pretty damn high, except for the kind of spin-off titles. So. Any of them are a solid pick. You've obviously got Resident Evil. Uh, any number of those games are a great pick. Um, I almost feel like as a separate category, you can say you've got the Resident Evil remakes because they're just their own world of different fantastic games. You know, you've got like re- like the, the two, three, and four remakes are all pretty... I mean, the two and four remakes are world-class. The three one is maybe a bit too abbreviated to be on that level, but it's still a great... It still plays great. Um, so yeah, you know, you've got those, or you've, you've, you could go the classic Resident Evil series with some of the original titles there. Uh, I mean, Rollercoaster Tycoon as a strange side choice. Very, very good. Uh, you know, I feel like management sims are at their best when I'm in a theme park. If I'm not in a hospital or a theme park, what's the point? So, big fan of a bit of RCT. Um, I haven't played it, but Return of the Oberdin, uh, by all accounts, probably deserves at least a shout out. Very clever game. Um, something I definitely want to get to. Uh, for me, look, as much as I love Ratchet and Clank, my pick for this would go in the Resident Evil direction. Um, I think if you go for that, you're probably looking between uh, probably original 4, new 4, or my pick, which is actually the remake of RE2. I think the Resi 2 remake is masterful. I just I think it is still the best Resident Evil game. Um, as much as I love both versions of 4, uh, that would be where I'd go, but uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of right choices in R. I think there's I, I there's a lot of games I I would be completely happy to see take this. Yeah, no, I I pretty much agree with you. I think you do have the Ratchet and Clank series holding a good consistent line. Not a bad game, I'm on some uh, Red Dead Redemption Two for me is a is a big one. That is Rockstar's best title. Uh, I I yeah. think that's just a wonderful video game, a wonderful story, uh, a bit of a a bit of a video game magic. I don't actually know how it exists. It shouldn't exist. It's it's got so much money right, thrown shouldn't. at it. You know, <laughs> you know, it's got so much thrown at the uh, at the wall. That game. It, it's it's a remarkable technical achievement just on its own. It's it's a fantastic mm. title. I would always offer a little nod to Ridge Racer, one of my more preferred arcade racers. A lot of good titles on the PS One. And maybe less so in modern days, but I, I still enjoy them for what they are. But I agree with you, it's got to be a Resident Evil game. Uh, I disagree on which Resident Evil game. I would go Original 4. Uh, OG okay. 4 to me. Having played the remake, uh, I, I, again for spoilers for our Game of the Year showcase, uh, I believe it sits alongside it rather than supplants it over places. I think the original was trying to do different fins, and I think those different fins ultimately work better for it. I, I still think it's the best RE game. RE2 Remake is fantastic. It's a wonderful update on what was a probably the best of the PS1 era mm. uh, Resident Evil games, and the best of the modern formula of it with that over-the-shoulder camera. It, it's a really fun time. But RE4, just in terms of general importance as well, and where it took the franchise, and it's just so damn weird. Such a stupid yeah, fucking weird. game. That where did everybody go bingo line just kills me every single time. Leon Kennedy 
is the best Resident Evil protagonist. I think he's at his best in RE4. I prefer him here than RE2. So it's even got your best Leon. It's got Ada 1 flipping about doing mad shit. you got Wesker in the background. you got that fantastic setting in rural Spain. Some wonderful set pieces and boss fights. Ultimately, yeah. I'd say RE4. Uh, 2005, five? I believe it yeah, came out. Five. five. Yeah. We both said that with such lack of conviction. <laughs> it sounds it right. It's the right. one for me. I, I, yeah. I'd go for that one myself. That's fair. Look, I, I think it's definitely, it's definitely right up there. I, I was going to pick RE4 old on you. I'd probably still pick the old RE4, even though I think the new one is, the new one is about as perfect a modern representation of it as you could ask for. Like, I'd, I'd play the, I'd play the new one over the old one today, mm, but I'd yeah. pick the old one over the new one in a, in a list like this. So, that's the way I'd go with that. I, I still, I think two remake is the best Resident Evil's been, but it's a totally different vibe. Like, RE2 remake is scary. It's a tense game. It's stressful. You know, you've got um. What's his name? That big bastard. <laughs> you got that big no, bastard following you around. Mr. X. About, yeah. Just stalking you around, walking around the mansion. You've got more of that traditional old style Resident Evil puzzle solving, but in a kind of really good modern shell. You know, it's like the kind of power balance with the RE2 remake is it's it's right in that middle of like, you know, old Resident Evil, you had like fixed camera angles, you felt like a fucking loser. So you just you were scared <laughs> because you sucked. Whereas RE4, you're starting to be a bit of a superhero. I think t- two was that perfect middle ground for me. And I, I I adore that remake, but I'm aware it's a bit of a it's a bit of a niche choice in the context of picking like best Resident Evil game. Um so yeah, look I, I can go with old four. Old four would be my second pick and I think like two remake would probably be more like your third or fourth pick so it's like you know if we use a bit of logic on it i think you can go for re4 uh 2005 question mark (laughs) i think that's fine yeah Um, if that works for you you can spend your coin i'm always open to you spending your coin to get the two remake on the list but i just feel like i might need that coin just so you got a big you got a big category coming up and maybe you need to hold on to that but well, yeah. yeah, let's go for RE4 2005 as yeah. as our pick. There, I think it's a, I think it's a fun one. Yeah, good stuff. All right, then. Well, we are on to S, which I believe is back to you. So, uh, good luck. <sighs> good luck taking us through S, Josh. Oh, this is miserably long, and I've not even gone too in depth on it because it almost felt pointless. You've got weirdo titles like Snatcher and Shin Megami Tensei and Skies of Arcadia all hanging around in the background, Secret of Mana as well. Our, our personal favourite, another game of the sheet and Shenmue resides in the letter <laughs> yeah. of S. I fucking love Shenmue and I hate Shenmue at the same time. Same. Such a great video game, adore that. You've got our boy Sonic, we are founding members of the Sonic Apologist Society over here and Christ, I love that fucking hedgehog. I love that hedgehog so damn much. And we might have to get to that in a second. But yeah. I shall also throw out a nod for a game that can't win because you haven't played it. And I don't believe I've got the the tokens to really push for it in Silent Hill 2. Which mm. is, to me, the scariest horror game ever made. Certainly the saddest. Which, which seems like a strange thing to say. But it's... a. Uh, <laughs> It's a wonderful, wonderful experience that if you can play it on the original PS2 or at least an emulated version thereof, I would recommend you do so. Those HD remasters completely kill it by sorting the draw distance out. That that missed the point entirely. Yeah. But ultimately, there's a big giant fucking egg 
crouching down over the entirety of this list. And that's that's the Super Mario series, which is in, comprised of almost entirely banners from start to finish. You know, Super Mario 64, Super Mario World, Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, Super Mario 3D World and 3D Land, and Super Mario Odyssey most recently on the Switch. All of those are worth a place on this list. All I'm going to say is if you don't want me to fight endlessly and constantly for the next 10 minutes that this should be Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I want my token back now. (laughs) Right, well, uh, I'll just slide the token on across the table. There's your token. (laughs) Uh, You can have that. That's fine. Um, I mean, my Sonic pick, if I was going to pick Sonic title, I would be picking Sonic Adventure 2, (laughs) which I absolutely adore. Uh, Sonic (laughs) the Hedgehog 2 is the most technically perfected kind of sonic game it just is but sonic adventure 2 is my my sonic game love generations as well gotta shout out sonic generations uh, i mean look to go through a few more bangers before we uh you know have to start making a decision um you've got to go back to the kind of ps2 era you've got that uh that spider-man 2 game from that era mm. was a op- like it was an open world banger before people knew how to make open world bangers <laughs> like now it's quite dime a dozen it was not then and they managed to do it. That's a fantastic game. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Spyro the Dragon trilogy, the original PS1 trilogy. So the the Reignited trilogy on modern platforms is just that, but it looks beautiful. Um, so that's well worth a look for any 3D platformer fans. Obviously not the pick here. Uh, Super Smash Brothers, all of the Smash Brothers games. You know, you could pick Melee or you could pick Ultimate. Those are probably the two you'd go between. Uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, fantastic space combat games. Uh, one last mad one before I get serious here. Want to shout out my boy Super Table Flip from uh, the Japanese <laughs> arcades, a game where you literally just ro- load into a scenario of a certain person getting really fucked off, whether it's like a school teacher at work or like someone in an office and the boss is being a dick, and you just punch the table. There's literally a giant table controller in front of you in the arcade. You punch that table to get everyone's attention, <laughs> and then when you're ready, you just put your hands underneath the table and you throw it as hard as you can, like physically as hard as you can towards the screen. And on the on the screen, the table just knocks people out and you get a big high <laughs> score. It is a wonderful, one of the most Japanese games you could ever see. And uh, if you find a place that has that, uh, there's a couple in the UK, uh, the Arcade Club places, which have a, they have a few places around the country. Do go and play yourself a bit of Super Table Flip. It is, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, but that obviously cannot possibly be the pick. I don't have enough coins in the world to pick Super Table Flip for S. Hey, hey, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have charged you any coins to get Super Table <laughs> Flip on the list because deep down, I know you'd never pick it. I should quickly yeah. mention as well. I did forget. There's a lot of Super games from the Super Nintendo era, which would yes. also kind of Super Castlevania, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Metroid, most famously. A lot of very good Super games, but. Ultimately, we know it's going to be a Super Mario game, so I'll leave it to you to start running down which ones take up yeah. residence at the top of your mind. All right, so I've got, I've got, oh god, it's hard to even. I was going to say I've got three, and then a fourth one came in my head, and then a fifth one did. It's, it's crazy, but yeah, okay. So I think, I think the standouts for the Super Mario series here are you've got, um, I think Super Mario Brothers three is one that I don't think is massively connected with us. I know it's fantastic, and yet I, I, it's not my pick. My 2D Mario pick would be Super Mario World. So I can almost discount Brothers 3 as good as it is. And I'd say if we pick a 2D one, it's probably Super Mario World. If we were to pick a 2D Mario, I'd feel a little cruel to my boy Sonic 2, though. So it might be time to, to move on to the world of 3D Mario. 
Um, 3D Mario, you've obviously an obvious pick would be Mario 64. I think I think 3D platformers aren't what they are today without that game. Um, and I I complete Mario 64 like 120 stars probably once every few years and it, it's it's still a fantastic experience some of the discovery of some of those stars like it's it's actually a bit of a joy for me if i forget a couple because i just get to kind of try and work them out again like just the creativity involved in, in hiding 120 of those bastards around that world is it's just it's wonderful people weren't doing that with 3d platformers before mario came along um so you know as well as the fact that people weren't doing 3d movement with a stick you know it's, it's a huge important game Probably not my pick, though. Um, so if we move on from that, Sunshine, you've got to skip over, regrettably. Love you, Sunshine, but you're you're kind of an 8 out of 10 in a in a big sea of 10s here. So we go on to Galaxy. If you were going to pick a Galaxy, you'd pick Galaxy 2. Galaxy 2 has some unbelievably creative level design. It's probably the most creative, like, level-based Mario game that exists, I think, even beyond some of the other great ones like 3D World and stuff like that. So Galaxy 2 would be one corner of the uh, the brawl for me here. The other corner would, quite surprisingly, be Odyssey. I think Mario Odyssey is just... The, the, the longer I've sort of spent after Mario Odyssey, the more I've started to come to terms with the fact that I think it's the best 3D Mario game that's ever been made. I just think it's fucking ludicrous. Like, you know, they kind of took what was brilliant about Mario 64 and then just kind of just added a dose of extra creativity on top by being like yeah just chuck this hat on whatever the fuck you want just chuck chuck the hat on all sorts of stuff you know now you're a dinosaur now you're like an electric wire now you're a just anything literally now you're just some bloke now you're a remote control car it's it's insane and obviously being that it's a nintendo game despite the fact you control about 200 different things in that game they all control like perfection it's just it's just insane um yeah and again the level of the way that the kind of the discovery of mario odyssey is again a bit like mario 64 on crack it's like you know maybe they microdose it a bit too much with like 9000 moons but it's there's still something beautiful about going into a world on that game seeing you've got about 30 moons to find and there's just always another little hit everywhere you're just like oh shit there's one and there's one you just keep it's a constant kind of just source of joy and i i don't know that any other mario game can beat it at this point as much as i i would give about half the series a 10 out of 10 but i just think that game and some of its moments i mean christ that new donk city level like oh just it's unbelievably it's just it's absolutely wonderful the, the stuff where you go in the walls and it becomes a retro game for a bit like it's oh, it's just it's too good josh it's too good and for me i'd be going odyssey um i think it's just yeah unbelievable yeah i mean you've nailed all the best super mario games so i think i'd pay a little bit more deference to 3d world which i actually think is deeply underrated but it's mm. underrated in a nine out of ten way so it's not quite and that sounds like a ridiculous thing to say underrated in a <laughs> 9 out of 10 way. But yeah. it is. It's not quite playing with the big boys, but it's much closer than I think people give it credit for. That's fair. I think you are right. The best two 3D Mario games, certainly in the modern age, are Galaxy 2 and Super Mario Odyssey. I would personally lean to Galaxy 2 as capturing the overall essence of Mario slightly more. I believe mm. it captures the full gamut of what 3D Mario is is kind of perfected in 2, Galaxy 2, more than it is in, say, Odyssey, which feels more like a spiritual successor to 64. I think if you look at the breadth of what 3D Mario is, Galaxy 2 is the perfect pinpoint-in-the-middle approximation of all of those styles. It captures all of it in its own unique kind of way. It's probably my favourite 
Alas, you did pay a coin to stop me wadding on about Sonic for the <laughs> last 10 minutes. So I, I will say that enough of that coin covers the Odyssey pick if you so wish it. Because I too think that Super Mario C is a 10 out of 10 video game. And probably my second favourite Mario game of all time. So you probably got enough pennies in that coin you spent to push it over the line if you feel that way inclined. Yeah. Yeah, like in fairness, I played Galaxy Two this year, and uh, you know it's it's uh it's the letter S on our on our personal uh, lists for the Wii. The Wii number, the Wii S is Super Mario Galaxy Two. I played it this year, and I did score it a hundred out of a hundred. It's absolutely, <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. So it's a testament to how ridiculously unfairly good the Super Mario games are. That I'm like, this one's better. It's it's crazy, but they are completely different games. And as you said, I think. I think Galaxy 2 is the best level-based Mario game that exists. I think, you know, because the, the, if there's one thing you can knock Galaxy 2 for, is it, it is level. Well, you know, it's not a knock, it's just a different style of game, but I, I love my exploration-based Mario, and Galaxy 2 is... It's a linear game, right? It's just... It's a bit more freedom... But you got a bit more freedom than a, than a 3D world or, a, you know, an old 2D one, but it is still... You're on a track, whereas I love that exploration and that freedom, so... I'm going to use the coin for Odyssey, but this could have went either way. This is a real coin flip. I think they're both standouts in in what is comfortably the most ridiculously stacked letter that exists on this list. I think. Um, I think. Yeah, you got to. I'm going to go Odyssey, but it's it's close. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll, I'll hand you over to T, which which gives the idea that it's going to be a competitively fought category with some very big name franchises in it. But very similar to Wes, I think we're going to end up deliberating which game from a franchise ends up getting the nod here. Yeah, let's go through a bit of this. So, uh, yeah, let's get rid of the also-rans. Um, Tekken, probably Tekken 3 is the is the best one there. Love that. Um, one that wouldn't come up on many people's lists, but I do want to shout it out, is uh, Time Splitters 2 from Free Radical, the, uh, the team who made Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. They went on to build that, and it is... It's just a slightly more modern version of those games. It's, it's wonderful. It's still good today. I played it just last year on the... It's on the Xbox backwards compatibility. You can get a really nice kind of 4K up-resed version of it there. Would massively recommend people give that a look. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, probably the second one, but again, a series that started fantastically before, you know, maybe shitting itself a bit, but we'll always have the classics, so it's fine. Um... Time Crisis from the arcades, probably the pinnacle of light gun gaming. I would I would have been desperate to pick Time Crisis if it wasn't in a T letter game. I just I think it would have been a wonderful oddball pick for the list, but it's it's in it's in T, so it's it's fucked. Uh, Trauma Center as well is another one where it's nice and weird. Would have been a good shout for a different set of games. Uh, let's get to the there's. You know, it there is where this lives and dies. You've got The Last of Us dead. The Elder Scrolls, I'd probably go Oblivion, dead. Um, the Sims, not really our kind of game, but worth mentioning, also dead. Uh, you know, I mean, to go back to not the, uh, I do want to quickly say Tetris. you got to give Tetris some props here. Original Tetris, what what a game, what an absolutely perfect, perfect puzzle game that is. But let's get to Zelda, Josh. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's get to the Legend of Zelda. Um, obviously, I I think Zelda is the pick here. It's almost like the Mario discussion we just had. You you kind of going between a pile of tens and saying which one's the tenniest ten, really. Uh, for me, I uh, it's it's hard to even pick. I mean, I I love Link to the Past on the SNES, but again, not my pick. I think I I'm more of a 3D Zelda guy. Uh, Ocarina of Time was pretty much perfect for its era. I still think if you play that 3DS remake, it holds up wonderfully. It's still a beautiful game with some incredible puzzles, and it's just it, there's still a magic to go around that world. 
Uh, Majora's Mask is actually my pick of the N64 era, though, despite the fact I've never completed it. I just think I, I've played about, I've played like most of it a few times and I've fallen off, but it's it's so fucking weird. Like, it's just so stupid and weird, and the time mechanic in it is, is wonderful. And I, yeah, Majora's Mask is probably top of my list of games I have to finish because it's nonsense that I haven't beat it. Like, I just, <laughs> I just love it so much, but obviously can't be the pick, right? I, I can't in good conscience pick that. Ugh, then you go to Wind Waker. Wind Waker is absolutely incredible. Uh, you probably pick the HD one that that sped up the ship a bit and got rid of the one particularly shit quest <laughs> near the end. I think those were both very smart decisions. Uh, Wind Waker's got a charm to it that might actually beat all of the other Zelda games here. There's just a certain... It's just like a... It's just a lovely kind of heartwarming game. The visuals, the, the music, the kind of... It's just absolutely magical. It's amazing to think back to the way that everyone thought Wind Waker was going to be the death of this series because it was too childish and kiddie and that just died a death about two days after the game came out and they were like, oh shit, it's actually absolutely wonderful. Um, then obviously you get to, you know, I'll probably skip over the Wii era. Um, I think Twilight Princess is really good, but it's not competing with the ones I've just mentioned. Uh, I think Skyward Sword is like a seven and a half out of ten. It's probably the worst modern Zelda uh, that there is. Um... So then we get to the Switch, and you get to Breath of the Wild, and you get to Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I, I'm aware here I'm not showing much respect to the handheld games, which also deserve some really consideration, but let's, yeah, let's go Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom for now. Um, for me, it's between these two, uh, to be honest. As much as I love a ton of the games I've just went past, and I also love Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, uh i think it's basically a thing of for me it's do you go for the do you go for breath of the wild for creating that that world and that kind of concept of rewriting zelda as a as a kind of you know look at what's going on in the distance and go and see it kind of game which it just never was before or do you pick tears of the kingdom because it's so fucking good it makes breath of the wild feel like an obsolete piece of shit you know like that's the question here like you know i breath of the wild was in my top two video games of all time and then i played tears of the kingdom and i was like oh shit <laughs> like, it's <laughs> broken the, the last one now there's three <laughs> <laughs> it's like that uh it's like that uh um, episode one phantom menace meme with the uh where the two the two uh senate the two like bad guys realize there's two jedis on the ship and they're like now there are two of them it's like that's what happened to (laughs) Zelda they made two insanely insanely perfect Switch games but one of them just just leapfrogged the other one so much that I I, I almost don't like picking something so recent like I I don't I don't like to do it but I find it hard to look past Tears of the Kingdom Uh, I'm, I'm not against about five of the other Zelda games that we just went through so I think depending on where you go with this I might be swayed just by the fact that I do almost feel like Tears of the Kingdom might be too new to go on an ultimate list. Like, in a way, I just feel like something in my head says, you know, should should you be sitting with a game a bit longer before it goes on this? But I... I, I That game is... I, I don't even want to talk about it more. we got a Game of the Year show coming up, but fuck me. <laughs> like, that, that game, man. Crazy. Uh, I'll cut to you. Let's see what you think. Well, before we get into the Zelda aspect of this i'm just going to give a quick shout out to i actually thought it was the only t game that had a chance of toppling zelda and you came very close to mentioning it uh tetris effect was the only Mm, game i thought could come close because that is a 10 out of 10 perfect approximation of a perfect video game that that game is in many ways every bit as good as all these zelda games but 
ultimately it falls into the lemons trap of it's just Tetris. It's almost yeah. not fair because of how great that game is flawless. There is no yeah. wrong with Tetris Effect. It is pretty much perfect. Shout out as well to being such dreadful video game fighting game experts that we just forgot to mention Street Fighter in S. What what a yeah. what a couple of absolute titans well, of video game knowledge that is to just completely yeah, forget I, I, them. I, I had I had Street Fighter 2 Turbo on my shortlist, but my shortlist is so fucking big. <laughs> it got it got lost in there. It got, <laughs> it got lost it. in my list too and just got disappeared. Yeah. But let's move on to the battle at hand, which is which Legend of Zelda game do we pick? I'm a terrible person to ask this question because my Zelda opinions are weird. And have always been weird because although I love the franchise, my favourite Zelda game is Link's Awakening. I would put that one on the list. I think yeah. it's the best one. It's pretty I great. Think, I think Spirit Tracks is up there in my top three. I fucking love Spirit Tracks. One of my favourite Zelda games. I think A Link Between Worlds, the 3DS Link game for the continuation to A Link to the Past, could also be regarded as the best Zelda game. So you you almost shun the handhelds. I pull them closer. I bring them in as well. My favourite Zelda memories are all trapped. My favourite 3D console Zelda game is Wind Waker. So in many ways, I'm no use to you at all here because mm. I would have all four of those games above Ocarina, Majora... Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom in my personal ranking of Zelda games. Yeah. I acknowledge I'm a fucking weirdo. So I'm, I'm going to accept whatever you decide here with a nod. I'm just accepting a nod on this one. And I'm almost going to entirely defer to you. If you want my viewpoint to try to square you between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, I would lean Breath of the Wild. But mm. that's only because I put a lot of stock in creation over refinement, particularly with such a grand overhaul of a series which had followed a template for the best part of 30 years. I, I feel what it achieved was greater than what Tears of the Kingdom has to achieve, even though, as you say, and quite rightly, Tears of the Kingdom is now a better version of that game. Yeah. Even yeah. though the depths kind of suck and Breath of the Wild didn't have that. So, you know, <laughs> maybe I mean, it is just better. Depths rules. Uh, as, as someone who's mapped the whole depths, I can say uh, once you once you get a handle on that place, uh, that place is cool as shit. Um, yeah, you know, look, it's a tough one. I think it's it's almost one aspect of Tears of the Kingdom versus Breath of the Wild. I think which is is kind of sometimes forgotten about, but it's a bit of a shame in many ways. It's like Tears of the Kingdom does make Breath of the Wild obsolete. Like it's very difficult to imagine a world where you could go back to Breath of the Wild after you play it, but also that does kind of in a way kill a whole concept of game it kind of takes it kind of robs you of it because like breath of the wild like you're so you're so kind of weak compared to the landscape of breath of the wild you know you scratch and claw to get enough ability to climb you know and you you get like a bit more stamina and you're like oh shit i can go and check out that thing over there that i could never quite get to before and like you know you kind of have to scrape for everything you get and then when you do reach a new height you know you managed to climb up something you couldn't get up before you discover a new corner of the world you feel like you've achieved so much and it's so like it's it's an experience that is quite unique really and you know i, I haven't played an open world game like breath of the wild in in the way that i you feel about accomplishing that task open world games usually let you dominate the landscape you know like a like a spider-man or a, you know horizon zero dawn anything you usually you're just the boss and you can just fly everywhere now, Tears of the Kingdom, you can do that. So, you know, it, there is still an element of, of learning to kind of, you know, you still have a bit of a time at the start where you are trying to learn to grasp the new skills and abilities and learn to become strong enough to kind of 
reach that stage but when you get there you do just dominate this world like you know you have the ability to to zip around all over the place and there's a magic in tears of the kingdom in that you don't lose you don't lose any of the the wonder of it because they just made so much fucking more of it it's actually still all there but you know it's it, they, there's still a part of me that's sad that you never get that breath of the wild experience now because if you load a breath of the wild you'll be like can't fucking play this like it's it's just it's that world but i can't do anything cool now i have to walk really slowly like it's not going to work anymore and that's that's a real shame so i don't know there's a world where i might call them to a wash and say if i if i don't pick tears of the kingdom because i think it might be too recent for an ultimate games list maybe it would go on the revised edition in a couple of years i, I kind of prefer to sit with things a bit longer than that elden ring probably hits the exact like day and date limit of like it's old enough that we can think about it from a completely i don't know just a more objective view i guess it's just a bit older so if you take tears of the kingdom out maybe i take breath of the wild out as well maybe i fall back to wind waker as something where there's a bit of common ground between the two of us like i think i love wind waker it's probably like my fifth best Zelda at this point but i do love it because that it's again it's such a high quality series and then on your end i think wind waker sounds like it's probably your peak of the console zeldas so you know yeah, maybe I mean, that works I, I don't have a problem with that i mean i i just thought you'd pick breath of the wild and that that's still where i would go if i was to pick them between tears and breath i think that's actually the obvious choice because yeah. the the feeling of it was fairly unparalleled in a, in yeah, a way you know, I've not it. experienced for a long time. I, I feel you're almost talking yourself out of Breath of the Wild here. Yeah. I don't really know why. Because you clearly yeah. want to pick it. <laughs> you're just pulling yourself away. I think it's more like, you know, because I, I feel like Tears of the Kingdom is the pick, but I, I do not want to pick something that new. I think that doesn't quite f- sit right with me on this list. And then I just almost just... Breath of the Wild almost just got caught in its wake, and I just went, well, you're fucked. And, but, like, why? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. Fuck it. Breath of the Wild is the pick. It's, it's a magical... 10 out of 10 video game that has somehow been completely usurped because Nintendo were crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Fuck it. We're, we're done. It's Breath of the Wild. Uh, but Christ, T is, a, T is a scary, scary letter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we've had two pretty big ones there. I think the rest of the list becomes a little bit more like smooth sailing, certainly at least for the next letter. Because the next letter is you, and there's not a lot of choice here in you, I think. You've got weirdo titles like Um Umjamalami on the PS1, which is a worse version of Parappa the Rapper, so who would ever pick that? You've got Unreal Tournament, which is a great arena shooter, but again, who who the hell would pick that? You is defined by two titles. It's defined by Uncharted, the Naughty Dog adventure series with Nathan Drake, which is the best Tomb Raider game ever made. It's the perfect formulation of that formula. I think it's a delightful cinematic experience and it seems to manage to surpass itself each time, which wasn't easy to do. One, two was better than one, three was better than two, four was better than three, and even the spin-off series has could arguably be seen as better than four. So it, it's this remarkable series that never lost its quality bar. It's not my pick, though, because my pick, and I think you kind of knew this was coming, is Toby Fox's Undertale, the greatest RPG and one of the greatest games of the past 23 years. It's it's magical, it's unlike anything I've played in basically ever. It, it Once it yeah. gets its teeth into you once, you, once you get past its kookiness, once you understand how the battle system works and understand how you interact with this world and how you don't play it like a normal game and that you have to really immerse yourself within it 
as it gathers speed towards its true ending, it's an emotional rollercoaster and it's a fucking delight as it gets towards it as well. It's so heartfelt, it's so human. It, I, I couldn't believe a video game could tell a story like this and tell it so well and tell it in such an inimitable way. You couldn't tell this in a Fulmore book. has to be within the medium of video games and I, I just think it's special. And it, it, to me, it is the obvious pick for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, okay, a couple of other ones to to just to just shout out, but I then they're, they're not the picks. Um, I you know I don't know. Did you say Untitled Goose Game? I just want to give the goose a bit of a shout. Yeah, give the goose a shout. Goose, give is, the goose a shout. Yeah, goose is a it's a good title. It, it was actually ended up being about like third or fourth on my on my list. It, it's it's good. It's a good game. Um, I also want to shout out Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three, which is probably the peak of Mortal Kombat. I don't particularly care for Mortal Kombat. I find I've always found the combat quite rigid and not like. It's not. It's no Tekken. It's no Street Fighter. It's no Dead or Alive. Let me tell you. But uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's worth a shout out. Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three was was a big deal. Um, yeah, it it was for me. It was Uncharted Two versus Undertale, and Undertale kind of just pisses it. To be honest, like I <laughs> I think Undertale is a like if I think through the games that have came up on this Ultimate list so far, and obviously we've been through quite a lot of the letters now. Undertale is one of those ones where, you know, in a totally different way to some of these other ones, but there's a small number of games on here that have made me feel just that that level of kind of joy or emotion or just something special about them. And that list is pretty much like a couple of the Zeldas we touched on, Mario Odyssey, uh, Outer Wilds for me, and then Undertale. Like those are the games where there's something about them where I've genuinely just felt more than what I get from 99.9% of video games. As you said, when you're building up towards that true ending of this game, it's just... I just fucking cared so much about this game. <laughs> and it's crazy, because I didn't give a shit. I, you know, this is this is like what I... You know, it's like the Outer Wilds thing, where like I, I tried the first few hours, well, or like a couple of hours once, and I was like, eh, fuck this, it's just an old RPG. Like, it's just an Earthbound kind of clone thing, and I don't like Earthbound. And then, again, then I got over the hump, and I was like, nah, this is actually an unbelievably magical game that's so clever as you said it does stuff narratively that can only be in a video game and those are the best video game narratives by a mile games that do something where it's so clever and you're you you can't believe they did it and that they it's like i don't know sometimes it does things where you feel like you feel like like toby fox is watching you on a camera and has just scripted something live to respond to something it's it's unbelievably clever and I yeah I I love Undertale. Uh, it's a you know it's a kind of I don't know it's hard to say exactly but probably top five or in that region of of games for me top ten maybe if 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 something else falls in but it's it's up there and I I like Uncharted two a lot. It's probably a nine out of ten if not a touch higher. But it's it's not Undertale. It's just it's just not. That's a different a different category. Yeah, exactly. It, it's unfortunate for Uncharted, which is probably the best version of the movie video game which you can play yeah. but the best version of a fucking video game you can play is undertale <laughs> undertale is video gamey as fuck and all the better for it it's a wonderful title as we move on to v one of the strangest letters i think out of the entirety of this list nothing screams out to me here apart from maybe one so i'm interested to see what you pick up i've got i've got a pick for this which won't be your pick but it's it's uh it's it's comfortably my favorite pick for this one um so Let's let's run down some of the, the you know the heavy hitters might be a bit too strong of a term, but there's some cool shit in here, right? You got obviously the Virtua Fighter series. It's it's not my pick for best fighting game, but it is probably the most fundamentally sound 
fighting game series. It's a fighting game series for, like, fighting game players. Like, it's not not for this loser. It's for people who really fucking get this shit. Like, it's, it is it is so perfect and tight. Um, they tend to not bother putting enough content in these things. They are barren, but uh, the fighting in them is is uh, is really top tier. Uh, Virtua Tennis, the, the early Virtua Tennis games are uh, some of the best tennis games you can get. You know, probably been usurped by some of the more modern Mario Tennis games, but at the time they were so far beyond their competitors. It was, it was silly. Um, Beautiful Joe, uh, one and two. Wonderful comic-based 2D, uh, 2D kind of beat 'em up games. Both, both brilliant. The first one's probably the pick out of the two. Uh, but my top three I went for here is uh, in the third spot, which was my number one for a while. I just I went fairly modern with Vampire Survivors. I think Vampire Survivors is is wonderful. It's just it's it's so simple. Uh, you know, you just walk around and pick shit up and kill hundreds and hundreds of things in the process. It's it's the kind of game that looks like nothing until you pick up the controller and then you've just lost three and a half hours of your day. Like it's. It's hard to really you won't you won't understand Vampire Survivors by just seeing a video. It's just if you've got a console that it's on, just pick it up and give it a try and uh yeah, lose your evening. So that's a great pick. Uh my second one is a bit of a bit of a pick from the heart would be uh Viva Pinata. Love a bit of Viva Pinata, managing a little garden full of pinata creatures. Uh why and then, you know, except for when some evil principal man comes up and just fucking kills them right in front of you. It's brutal. <laughs> but yeah, Viva Pinata is just a just a lovely a lovely sim game, lovely management game. We've uh we've played quite a lot of that in our time. Um and it's uh it always had a bit of an impact on us. So Viva Pinata is well worth considering. Uh but my pick for V is um is VVVVVV which probably must be the most V game of all time. Um, <laughs> this is basically... I, I adore this game so much. It's a it's a kind of like tough-as-nails 2D platformer where all you do is flip the gravity in the game by pressing the jump button uh, between the floor and the ceiling. But it is so... Like, the level design is absolute perfection. It's so tight, and it's so, like, clinically designed. The music is the the top tier of, like, Pixar... Uh, like, what am I trying to say? Chip tune kind of pixel like music. It's absolutely wonderful. Uh, I've completed this game probably. I basically buy it on any console that sells it, and then I beat it again, hundred percent. Like I do it every time. I've I've beat it on about seven different consoles by this point, and it's yeah, it's it's a weird game because no one really cares about it, but it's genuinely up there with me with some of my favorite games. I I adore it. Yeah, I think that's an interesting choice in many ways because VV VVV is one of those indie games which was more like a pure distillation of formulas much as anything else. The indie gaming could have went two ways. It could have went down the Geometry Wars VV VVV way where you went down these very pure gameplay focused, usually some form of light show took around it which made it slightly more engaging, but it was very pure in its mm. almost like an old arcade game in its own ways, it uses its formula and its concept well. And then you had the braid inside Limbo style, which we've probably moved closer towards. I'd say probably yeah. ultimately for the better. But VVVVV is an interesting example of where those games and those sort of games still exist as well. They, you know, they didn't die out; they're still there. The indie game kind of splits into those two paths, and I think that is an interesting pick to almost quantify it and give it a give it a value on this list i think there's actually still a lot of value in picking that one it wouldn't necessarily be where my mind first goes i think there's some big names 
here Vanquish was one that you missed. Uh, yeah. A wonderful third-person shooter, again from Platinum Games, with one of the most satisfying slide mechanics into cover you will ever play. That game feels fucking good as hell to control. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. It's probably not quite big enough to command its place. Valkyria Chronicles, I haven't played enough of to really get behind this, and part of me is frustrated at that because there's not a huge amount of strategy on this list. And by all accounts, this is a very good strategy game, which also happens to have a fantastic story wrapped around it. So we're missing out a little bit there as well. I personally think you discounted Virtua Fighter a little too easily. I I think that's a sublime fighting game on on a list of basically zero fighting games. We've not given it any recommendation, no nod to an entire genre, one of the most important in gaming. And as you say, it's the fighting game player's fighting game. Is there a more apt reason for Virtua Fighter to make an A to Z list? If you're if you're going to love this genre, everything you can love in fighting games is in Virtua Fighter. It is so well put together, so perfectly honed. And although content is a little bit sparse, Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Edition has enough going on there these days. I know it's an update of a 13-fucking-year-old game because <laughs> Sega are ridiculous and maybe they'll finally get around to making a new one now that they've remembered they can. But I I would nod towards Virtua Fighter as my choice here. I do love, by the way, that Sega had that, you know, they had their Smash Brothers Ultimate Everyone Is Here style moment at the Game Awards, and Virtua Fighter still fucking wasn't there. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got Jet Set, we got Golden Axe, like, no Virtua Fighter somehow. It's, it's, just it's just insane. mentioned in a fucking follow up article in the Washington Post. That's as much effort <laughs> as it could get. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so Virtua Fighter. I couldn't uh, be more Virtua Fighter. But yeah, I, I, okay, I think this one is going to be a struggle for us. I think there's going to be some sort of like, we're going to have to find some compromise in V. Because my problem with Virtua Fighter is that as much as I do think the fighting is as tight as you get in the world of fighting games, it's like my sixth favorite fighting series. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's way down there. Like I prefer, I prefer, I mean, I prefer Dead or Alive because I'm a sick freak. But, you know, but that's just me. But even going beyond that to the more mainstream ones people prefer, like I prefer Soul Calibur, I prefer Street Fighter, I prefer Tekken. You know, it's like, it's just, it, it's, it, yeah, I probably, I probably prefer Virtual Fighter to Mortal Kombat, but that's like about it in terms of the big series. And it feels like even though it's a shame fighting games haven't got on the list, uh, for me, that's not a reason to put one on that is like, as, again, as technically sound as it is, it's not as fun as those games and doesn't even attempt to have the content that those games bring to the table so it's like i do struggle with virtual fighter as this pick um which leaves us in a strange spot because yeah you don't have any real admiration for viva 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 v so that's kind of like a bit of a one that's just for me virtual fighter feels a bit just for you so you kind of get to a point where do we have to find like a, a something else in the middle here i think maybe to 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 put on do we do we have to coalesce around viva pinata is is that where we go with this i mean it's a weird game it's it's good at what it does it's kind of got some rtse life simmy buildy kind of elements to it it's, it's a nice bit of variety yeah, and it's also it's also <laughs> it's also really good you know it is a it fantastic is. game as viva pinata and you know it feels throwaway in the way that we've come to it but i do love viva pinata i enjoyed it when it came out I, I thought it had a very good sequel as well in Trouble in Paradise. I, I thought it was a fantastic series that I was quite sad to see Rare move away from. And it's later, I still think he could come back and bring that game back and have it work in today's age. 
So I, I wouldn't be against Viva Pinata as the pick here, as a, as a compromise pick between VVVVV and Virtua Fighter. Yeah, I think it works. I think, you know, I, I'm almost, I almost love VVV enough to be like, to get into like serious bargaining mode. Because it's like, you know, I've, I've mentioned a lot of games in like a lot of like top X on my list. Like VVV is probably like, we're talking top 20 for me. I, I do adore it. But, you know, it's not. It's not Undertale. It's not Mario Odyssey. T- you know, it's 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 just a step below. And I think you can, you, you can get the coins out, but by if you want to throw some coins on the table, I, I'm I'm open to offers. I'm not so enshrined to Viva Pinata. <laughs> I I won't hear the sound of clattering coins. I mean, I could I could I could toss you like I don't know. I could give you like one or two coins, maybe. I think two coins feels feels all right. I'll take but... the coins. I'm going to cause some havoc with my two coins. You can have your VVVVV. I'll take my two coins. And let's see what damage I can wreck in four games. Yeah. I mean, you've got some options. Uh, I know there's a a certain series coming up in the letter Y that I think you're quite a fan of. So let's see how that goes. But but yeah, no, cool. I think that's a good pick. I think uh, it's one of those games, right? Not a lot of people even necessarily know about VVVVVV. I believe it's six Vs if anyone wants to look it up. Um, But yeah, it's well worth a look. It is is just, yeah, it's kind of just pure gameplay-based indie magic. So yeah, do give that a look if that's the kind of thing you might be into. But uh, yeah, on we go. We gotta, we gotta get to W now. So uh, yeah, I've kind of lost track of whose turn it is. So if you know, yeah, it's my <laughs> turn. It's my turn for a bit cool. of W. So I'll, I'll run us through them fairly quickly here. I think it's another interesting list for me with a clear standout. You got the Wolfenstein franchise here, of course, the true birth of FPSs and rebooted in the modern age in a in a satisfying way with a couple of good games in that series and a couple of much more middling ones. You've got Wipeout handed around as a good futuristic racer in the F-Zero mold. Never quite escaped that series shadow for me, so it's again yeah. kind of slips by the wayside. You've got Wario Land, a game that neither of us like, but people yeah. seem to, <laughs> so you know we can't we can't ignore the fact that it's there. Wild Arms is my token weird JRPG choice. Uh, not played it enough of it, played a touch of the PS1 version. Seems nice enough probably wouldn't ever push too hard for it. Instead, I'm going to focus in on two titles where I think we might be in fairly safe agreement here as probably being the two most interesting W choices unless you come out with a a bit of a wild card. For me, you do have the glorified tech demo of Wii Sports, which was revelatory and also fantastic fun and showcased a console and everything that it could do. I'd probably plump for resort over Wii Sports because it's a more fleshed out experience, adds those extra games to it, introduces Yoohoo Island, which is also a fantastic setting in and of itself. But really, that's not the game I'm going to go for here. I'm going to say we should just put WarioWare Mega Twisted Micro Games from the Game Boy Advance on the list because it's fucking WarioWare. It's a fantastic game series. It's one of my favourite games of all time. And I think it's a wonderful distillation of Nintendo's magic into these tiny five second micro games that and that's something only really I think Nintendo could do mini game collections people can achieve I don't think many companies could achieve a micro games collection and have them this full of personality and interesting hooks and mechanics to them nobody really but Nintendo can achieve this and I think it deserves its place if not just for that but then you've got fucking all the characters and the songs and the music and the art and the retro game revivals and how they do that 
WarioWare is just a really cool fucking series, man, and I I think it was at its best with its first one, so I would I would lean towards that on either the GBA or the GameCube. Both were pretty great. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I am now going to have to listen to the Penny song from uh, one of the recent WarioWare after the show, <laughs> so that's a real bastard. God, it's too jolly for me, and yeah, I can't help it. But that's going to happen. Uh, but anyway, yeah, let's go, let's go into W. I think uh, one thing is worth pointing out with W is. Uh, you got to give a little bit of respect to some of the better WF wrestling games. Um, no Mercy on the N64 is the standout for me, uh, but there's also the SmackDown series from PS1 into PS2. Uh, realistically, those two series combined are still the best wrestling games. We haven't bettered those in the modern era by any stretch. Um, so, you know, those are great, but not, not the picks necessarily um for me this one was i I had i had wii sports as my pick for this just the original straight up wii sports i think i guess i put a lot of a lot of stock here into just i don't know like resort is obviously the better game but wii sports was just so simple and yet literally the entire fucking world played it for years a good good couple of years there you know like it's again it's one of those special kind of gaming moments like yeah just you know playing Wii Bowling with your family and shit. It's just kind of, there's something there where it's like, it's almost like the Animal Crossing, like, thing I had earlier. It's that level of, like, impact I feel like it had at the time. Uh, so I, I would have probably went Wii Sports as my number one pick. Uh, WarioWare was next for me. Um, probably Mega Micro Games on the GBA. Um, although you could you could shout out about another four or five of these. I think, you know, touched on the DS, uh, Smooth Moves on the Wii. Move it on the Switch, actually very good. I'd still give the edge to Smooth Moves on the Wii, but it's it's a very good imitation of Smooth Moves. Um, so also great. Uh, one game that really deserves consideration. I don't think it's going to make the cut here, but you got to put a bit of respect on World of Warcraft. I think that's just, you know, that MMORPGs have owe a, owe a lot to World of Warcraft. That game was, you know, the biggest thing in that world for about 20 years. I, I think it's only just started to be overthrown by stuff like FF14, but yeah, WoW, WoW deserves consideration. Um, I'd be going Wii Sports for this. I, I, I think Wii Sports would comfortably be my choice over WarioWare Inc., but I'm happy to go WarioWare too. I think it's it's just so, so great. Yeah, I, I think WarioWare is just a more enjoyable video game. If we were solely yeah. ranked on import, I, I'd say you would look at Wii Sports as having more impact, obviously, on the course of the industry and that generation. But in just the pure, what is the more fun game to play? I, I any A few games of Wii Tennis is nice, but nothing holds up to shoving a finger up a nose for the 50th time at increasing rates of not. You know, <laughs> yeah. just, just WarioWare is special. And and for me, it does uh it does just pip it to the post. I would say. No, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, that is a uh, WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games on the list. Uh, I'm glad we got out of W because I was a little scared that uh, you might use some coins to try and get what remains of Edith Finch on the list, a game I don't particularly like. <laughs> so uh, no, I'm no. pleased. Good, very no. good, very good. That that game has one good bit, and the rest is fine. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on. So we are now at X, um, and yeah, it's my turn to, to talk about X. X uh, kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, there's a reason earlier on we kept making jokes about I, I wish this was called X Last Corps and uh, stuff like that because it would win it easily. Uh, the only real, I mean. Basically, X is just a, a, a thing filled with games in the Xeno type series, right? You've got you've got Xenoblade Chronicles one, two, and three. You've got uh, Xeno Gears. I guess you've got Xeno Saga. Like just just Xeno shit. It's all you got. And we haven't played any of them, so um, 
you know? I tried Xenoblade Chronicles 1 about five times and I couldn't quite get into... The combat system was like... It's like it wanted me to read like a fucking instruction book to like fly a real world plane. It was crazy. It was like a million different states you could get the characters in by moving to different positions. I was like, what the fuck? What is this? So yeah, fuck that off. Uh, it's probably still the pick though. Because <laughs> other than that, you've got like, you've got XCOM, which we kind of hate. We hate XCOM. It's just not, it's not us. It's not our vibe. Uh, other than that, I could only think of um, Xevious, the old shooting game, which the old kind of shmup, which is just uh, dull. And then the... Uh, kind of five six out of ten shooting game 13 which is obviously x i i i in the title so it does get a, a chance on the list uh yeah i look it's it's probably a xenoblade or a xenogears but take your picks i ain't played them really so <laughs> i don't know yeah th- this is the problem here i've never played them either but i have played a bit of XCOM and i fucking hate it uh, i did play a bit of 13 and i think it's indifferent at least i know that xenoblade and xenogears are meant to be good so you might as well just pick one of them. I've heard that Xenoblade 1 and 3 are the best of the Xenoblade series. Xenogears is viewed very fondly on the PS1. I don't know. Do you just lean to Xenoblade Chronicles? Yeah. That's probably that. the choice here. And uh, yeah. let's just get out of here. Just move before, on. Before we get too caught up in ourselves. And move on to why. Which is also fairly sparse, but comes with at least three fairly big hitters. You've got, following on, uh, JRPGs franchises with the East series. A series I've never got into, but I've heard very good things about the first three on the Turbo graphics, and, you know, five and six, I think one of them was on the PSP, I hear that is very good as well, and East 9 most recently is regarded quite positively as well. Uh, obviously not played them, so I'm not really going to vouch for them. You've got a lot of Yoshi games. Yoshi's Island on the DS. Yoshi Touch and Go. Yoshi's Crafted World. Yoshi's Story. Of very varying qualities. Ultimately, I'm not really that much of a Yoshi guy. I think that's what I've discovered through through this process of putting a load of Ys on A to Z list, is that I don't actually like Yoshi that much. But, you know, he's handing about as an option. The real choice here is a Yakuza game. The the finest video game open world series of all time. Uh, you could take your choice. I personally would always lean to Yakuza 0 as probably the most approachable and obviously the most obvious starting point for anybody coming into the yeah. franchise just by True. virtue of its position in the timeline. But it's also a very approachable one that sells all of the best that the game has to offer and gives you that fantastic cross between the Majima and uh, Kiryu storylines, the hostess clubs, all the mini games. It's it's a I can never speak highly enough about the Yakuza games. If if there's a template for what I want open world games to be, it's either you make a Zelda Breath of the Wild style open world, or you make this in the Yakuza yeah. series something tight, compact, and packed to the brim with stuff to do. I I think it's a wonderful video game series. You could pick any of them. But I'd say Yakuza Zero here, and unless you can find something very special to counteract it, I, I doubt you'd have too many obligations, uh, ob- objections, should I say here. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, Yakuza is a very, very good choice for this one. Um, I think a quick shout-out to something which never sounds deserving of a shout-out, but genuinely actually is very, very good, uh, is the, uh, the the 2D platformer sequel to Ukulele, which was uh, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. 
Like the the first one is like a kind of five, six out of ten Banjo Kazooie. Like it's it's okay for people who love Banjo Kazooie, but Ukulele and the Impossible Air is genuinely one of the better kind of two D platformers. Well, it's you know it's three D graphics but on a two D plane. It's one of the better ones of those from the last five years. Like it's really really good. Like we're talking like high eights, you know, eight and a half out of ten. It's it's very very good and well worth a look. It has an incredibly clever final level which you can basically play at any point in the game but playing the rest of the game is just giving you more lives to try and survive it and it's just this like gauntlet of hell like it's it's a very very creative clever way of doing the game and it's um yeah like it's one of those moments when you get through that level that actually genuinely feels really like you know you're really really fucking pleased with yourself it's great so you know it's not the pick it's not the pick but it's 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 very good and people should try and maybe uh give that game a look because i think it got a bit tarred with the ukulele brush to some extent um obviously you got yakuza and i'm now about three quarters of the way through yakuza zero i'm, I'm getting there i've got my hostess clubs i'm i'm a good way through the story love a bit of yakuza i think the yakuza series has the absolute best it's a very specific niche but it's the best inconsequential side quests in Hmm. video games you know like other games might have these giant sweeping side quests where you play them for 20 hours and you fall in love with like the characters in the world and what's happening yakuza has the single best 20 minute oddball quests in all of video games you will never find a series that somehow finds this many ways to do creative bullshit for 20 minute chunks it's like the warrior wear of 20 minute side quests they'll just they've got everything like it's i don't even want to spoil any i just want people to play them it's absolutely mad and it's so good absolutely adore it um i'm desperate to get through more of this series it's they just keep making too much of it (laughs) you can't keep up it's a nightmare but um yeah the only pick i think for this which is is um fighting on that level is now you can't you know you mentioned yoshi games and and regrettably you can't have um, yoshi's island the original because its title is super mario world 2 yoshi's island so you you lose the best yoshi's island game probably the only one worth considering but what you can have josh is yoshi's island super mario advance free which <laughs> which is yoshi's island just on a game Boy advance but now the title begins with a y so you actually can get yoshi's island into the y category with this um so you know i i, I love the original yoshi's island i i kind of think it's the only good yoshi yoshi based uh platformer the rest of them kind of miss what made it special so I think that's seriously worth consideration. Uh, at the same time, we're getting to the end of these lists. You've got a couple of coins, and I'm not passionate enough about Yoshi's Island, especially not a Game Boy Advance version, which is the same game with very slightly worse music, to uh, to sit here for too long and fight you on it. I think, you know, it's fine. You love you absolutely love Yakuza. I like Yoshi's Island, so I think I think it's fine to go with whichever Yakuza you think is the right choice. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even spending coins on this. There's, there's no oh. way in hell we're putting the GBA version of Yoshi's Island, the objectively worst version of the game you can play, onto the list. That, that's just a bad call. I'm not even, I'm not even I mean, paying coins for that. It's ludicrous that you'd put a bad GBA port of the second best Super Mario World game on the SNES <laughs> ahead of the I'm greatest just... open world game of the past console generation. Come on now. Look, Look, Josh. Those coins. Those coins are losing value fast. They're they're they're, they're going they're going out of circulation in about five minutes. And this was just this was just a chance for me to let you spend them out of some sort of pity. Hey, <laughs> like th- those those coins are getting spent in the next category. I know what the next game is, irrespective <laughs> of whether you like it or not. So, 
All I'm just right, gonna I'm gonna put Yakuza Zero on the list and get ready to spend my coins after you tell us a few of the Z games you were considering putting down for this one. Another weird category. Yeah, Z's, Z's pretty strange. Uh, yeah, feel free to spend your coins in Z, Josh. There's, there's not a ton I'm that passionate about. <laughs> um, you've got, I mean, you've got uh, the Zone of the Enders series, which I don't really like. We, we had to play them both for Beat the Sheet back in the day. The second one's a bit better. Than, well, quite a lot better, actually, than the first one. But even the second one's just a 7 out of 10 game. Um, you've got Zack and Wiki Quest for Barbarossa's Treasure on the Wii, which is a perfectly charming kind of point-and-clicky puzzle game. Uh, not my kind of game. I tried it at the time because there was an absolute, like, just barren wasteland of Wii content at the time. So everyone picked up Zack and Wiki. Uh, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's fine. Um, a weird choice is uh, Zen Intergalactic Ninja on the Game Boy, which is a, a very weird game. It's just an action, kind of 2D action platformer where you play as a, a space ninja who is uh, is came back in time, I think, to try and solve the environmental crisis. <laughs> so every level is just trying to stop people who like are like wasteful with stuff, or they're like the the oil. There's an oil man, and you beat the oil man to stop oil being a problem. So again, it weird, really ahead of its time for a game that came out in the early '90s. To be fair, it was very very eco friendly and actually a genuinely quite good platformer. Uh, but once again, it's kind of a seven out of ten game, so probably not the pick. Uh, you got Zero Wing the game famed for having a bunch of really bad um, bad uh, dialogue and voice acting, the uh, All Your Base Are Belong To Us game. Game itself is a 6 out of 10 shmup, so whatever. Um, the only other thing I would shout out before we probably get to what uh, I, I assume will be what Josh is picking is I'm going to go back to the ancient times and just call out the original text adventure Zork. <laughs> good old, good old Zork. If, if this list would have went in a different way, you know, a way where we were both 20 years older, maybe. Maybe we'd be going Zork, but I, I get the feeling we're probably not. Uh, but that's that's all I got for you on Z, Josh. Well, what are you going for? No, I'm afraid we aren't going Zork. Uh, I think you already know where... I, I don't know if I need to spend the coins. I'm going to spend them anyway. You can take them back whether you like it or not. I will shout out the Zero Escape visual novel series, which I think is very interesting. Uh, 999 and Virtue's Last Reward. I've heard very good things about them. I've never yeah. actually played them. And Same. maybe if I had, I might have had a different opinion. I don't necessarily know if I would, because I have played where I'm spending my coins. And the final game, which is Zombie Revenge on the Dreamcast. <laughs> a ludicrous beat-em-up game set in the House of the Dead universe where you play as one of three complete nutjobs tasked with taking down some guy who's decided to take out the world with zombies. The dialogue is hammy as hell, the gunplay is iffy, the beat-em-up action is iffy, it's clunky. All of that doesn't matter because the vibes of it are immaculate from minute one to minute about 200 once you finally manage to work your way through it. It's tough as nails, but strangely just about beatable in a, in a way I couldn't even believe was possible. I didn't need to save scum through it, despite the fact it is fucking impossibly difficult. But most importantly, there's one character who can put zombies in a figure four leg lock. And at one point, I put a zombie in the figure four, turned away from the screen because that fight was over, only to look back and realise the zombie had reversed the pressure. <laughs> I was taking damage from the figure four leg lock. Quite possibly my favourite moment of gaming all of this year. Absolutely love it. 
It's a big, dumb, stupid game with a heart of gold. And the fact that this list opens with 18-wheeler and ends with zombie revenge gives me a massive smile in my heart. It's just a... What a, what a wonderfully shitty Sega way to sign off this list. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't got around to Zombie Revenge yet. It is obviously on our personal uh, Dreamcast alphabet for Z, so I will be playing it. Uh, but yeah, I there's something absolutely magical about about them thinking far enough ahead to make a zombie reverse the pressure on a figure four leg lock. Like any any wrestling fan who is listening to this will will probably now want to at least see a clip of that happening because like that's insane. Who's putting that in a zombie like brawling game? <laughs> that's absolutely insane. It's so cool. Uh, but yeah, look. I, Zed's a pretty hollow list, uh, hollow field anyway. As you said, probably Zero Escape is the choice for people who've played the, those games. But yeah, you gotta love a bit of Sega, a bit of classic Sega bullshit. Like it's, it feels a perfect way to end this list. Sega have came out strong there with Y and Zed, so so fair play to them. Fair play to them. Well, I'll I'll hand it over to you to to announce our all time E to Z and numbers of video games. Yeah, okay, right, so we'll run through this pretty quickly. In the numbers round, we had an 18-wheeler American Pro Trucker winning a fairly weak field, <laughs> it has to be said. <laughs> uh, in A, you've got uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, which, you know, felt like a fair a fair pick. Uh, B, Bayonetta 2, as we said, probably still the best hack-and-slash-combat game that exists. Uh, C, you've got Celeste, very glad to get a good, a good indie kind of starlet in there on the list. Uh, D is Doom. I was never going to get anything else in D. <laughs> no, not a chance on that one. Uh, e, we've got Elden Ring. So we've got some FromSoft representation there. Uh, as much as we wanted Elite Beat Agents, I think early, uh, Elden Ring was probably the way to go. F, we have Final Fantasy VI. So that's, uh, yeah, you know, that was always going to be the Final Fantasy letter. That's what we've gone with. Uh, G is of course Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, a game you paid many coins for, which I, I it sounds like I'm probably going to owe you in a few months' time, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, H is Halo Two. Uh, I is the insane, incredible Crisis. Uh, again, another shout out to just experience that in whatever way you can. Try and play it. If you can't play it, at least watch it. It's it's absolutely mad. Uh, J Jack Two, probably my pick for underwhelming pick of the list because it's just. I haven't played it, and it's probably decent, but J wasn't a great letter. Um, <laughs> K, we got a bit of small thing in Big World with Katamari Damacy. Always love that kind of stuff. Uh, L, Lilac Wars, or Star Fox 64, playing a, playing a real blinder with its European name here to, to sneak its <laughs> way onto the list, because God help it if it was in S. Uh, M, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, beat out some... Probably beat out the stiffest competition in the whole list really to steal that spot that was uh that was a great effort for mario kart um n near automata great choice there uh always outer wilds uh, a game that i'm hoping will uh be a similar one I'll, I'll get the deposit of coins back from josh once he finally <laughs> manages to play it but we'll, we'll see uh p is persona 5 game we both absolutely adore makes sense to pick it uh q is quake Neither of us really gives a shit, but it's Q. What can you do? Ah, <laughs> um, oh, we've gone for the original Resident Evil 4. Um, always felt like that was going to go to a Resident Evil, so no better one than that. Uh, S is Super Mario Odyssey. Could have been any of about six Mario games, but we fell on that one. Uh, for T, we've obviously gone for the The Rule there. So it's uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, U is Undertale. 
V is V V V V V V. Uh, that just that just fits better than anything else on my list. Let's be honest. <laughs> Can't get more V than that. Uh, w is WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games on the GBA. X is Xenoblade Chronicles, which apparently is good. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> y is Yakuza Zero. And of course, Z is a zombie revenge with the zombie reversing the pressure on that figure four. So uh, there you go. Uh, all that's left really now is to, of course, announce the uh, official ultimate game, which is, of course, Phoenix Wright Trials. And <laughs> so uh, get fucked, A to Z, because <laughs> it's all about my boy Phoenix. So there you go. You know what? I came into this expected horrified disappointment, and I actually think we've come up with a pretty decent list here. I think there's some very good games on this, some weird choices here and there, eclectic enough. I, I think if anybody made it their goal to sit down and play all 27 of these games in 2024, you would have a fucking good year of gaming. If you just decided yeah. to dedicate yourself to these games, you'd have a bloody good time. So if, I, I think we've done all right here. I, I think it yeah, could this, have gone a lot worse. This is a hell of a mini console. You know, if you, if you bring out, like, the sheet classic, you know, maybe make the controllers more than about 50 centimetres, like, long with the wire, or, you know, make them wireless. That would help. But if you make the sheet classic with these games on it, you are in for a treat, let me tell you. You will have to play through Xenoblade Chronicles. I am sorry, <laughs> but there's 25 of great, there's some great stuff. You, you can have an absolutely fantastic time with this set. So, And then you've also got Phoenix Wright Trials and Tribulations waiting for you. You know, yeah, that unlocks it. itself. When you when you beat all 26 games, it just pops up in a little box and goes, here's the actual ultimate game. There it you it go. pops out of the American trucker rig we deposited at your house so you can play 18-wheel. <laughs> it just pops out the dashboard, opens, and there's a copy of Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Trials and Tribulations <laughs> to finish you off. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, good stuff, man. I, I, I think that is probably our best, uh, you know, our kind of most teamwork-oriented list we've, we've maybe ever done. There's, uh, I expected more more bullshit, frankly, but we uh, we kept it pretty, you know, pretty good usage of coins. I think we used them to get what we wanted rather than to, to make the other person feel like shit, which is, is new for us. So we've kind of covered <laughs> new ground. We're, we're growing up, we're maturing as the podcast has gone on over the years. So kind of proud of us on that. I think we've we've done well. Just wait until we do our sheety awards next week and throw all that goodwill down the drain. <laughs> oh yeah, that's gone. That is long gone. But uh, but yeah, I guess we got to get going. We got to play some more games for that. So uh, yeah, as we said, we will be back with the game of the year top fifteen games countdown and also the sheety awards. Uh, that will be you're looking at early January. We we have a lot of games to cover, so you know it will be in the first half of January. Might might fall back towards the back end of that time now but we'll see how long Baldur's Gate takes <laughs> that's basically what it comes down to at this point but uh but yeah so we will absolutely be back for that uh, but until then um I'm Andy Wood and I'm Josh Stevenson and we will catch you next time it reversed the pressure <laughs> 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 <laughs>